Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I've seen people today on my timeline say they saw the Rolling Loud lineup and they're like, Who the fuck is Dave? Chappelle? <laughs> Lil Dicky? Then I'll be right I there. Huh? I thought Lil Dicky. Oh that was my, my first. That was my first. You guys are sick. You guys are sick. Give this man some respect. Huh? Send me the location. This year about vacation. Flight catching, train taking. Soon as my nigga rough probation. Your boyfriend's on a waiting thing. What other song that you know by him? I played that girl, outrageous thing, but she can't see because I got shade. Never heard this with Stormzy. You don't listen to any UK music, do you? Comes on. I don't really listen to music. Why do you see him offended? But the same time you're like, Rolex is got more than one. My AP cost 31. Millimeters 41. Stick him up with a stick. We'll get into this lineup, man. Is. You don't know who he is? <laughs> oh, you do? Okay. How do you know who AJ Tracy is, <laughs> but not Dave? Yo, this Because he had a song with um, Mahalia. <laughs> oh, that's a big tune, though. Big up Mahalia. <laughs> Time from the book, book X AJ. Man, mistake with a pen like JJ. True, say I ain't really a drinker, but I got love for brandy like Ray J. Champagne popper, 44 chopper in a black night bomber. Heartbeat stopper, MC dropper, 45 whapper. Leave you in the states like Packer. AJ from the look, look X. So, how do you guys feel about this rolling loud list, man? The city is a buzz. <laughs> I was. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that it's happening. I like. I didn't expect it. I didn't. Don't know if there's been. Like rumblings about it coming or whatever, yeah. but it can't completely came out of the blue for me. Like I did not expect them to come here, yeah. but also like not really surprised that they're coming here. You know, I mean, where else? I feel like uh, once I saw Rolling Loud Argentina and a bunch of South American like dates, I was like, where else would they go in in Canada? Yeah, you know what no, I mean? they're like, not going to go anywhere else in Canada. Well, they might. I mean, they, they could they go to Montreal, Montreal or Vancouver. Yeah, because you know? Montreal has Oshiega, which is a large festival. You got the mm. Blues Festival, which is big. Um, Vancouver. Uh, I don't. I don't. See I mean, Vancouver, I think their. I think their well, demographic is there. I'll say that. I was gonna say they just don't have. To be people. honest, like there's so many white people out there that like love hip hop. So like yeah. that's all they really. Like care about exactly. You know? I feel exactly. like they would if 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 a lot of these, especially Toronto artists, can do Canada tours. Like, yeah. I'm sure a lot of these American artists will murder the place. So somebody I, I know said that uh, a brand threw him a million dollars to throw a concert out in Vancouver, like this hip hop lineup, and I'm just like, what? Nice. And then I'm like, 
Well, it makes sense. Must be nice. I mean, whoever, especially the head nigga in charge in Vancouver, that nigga must be eating. No, he's from here. <laughs> no, but I'm saying whoever oh. the head nigga in charge is in, in Vancouver, yeah, eating. <laughs> head of the black yeah. conglomerate in, in Vancouver, you got a monopoly. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Shout out to Red One from the Rascals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shout out the Rascals for real, though. They should be on this rolling loud lineup. I like I like that there's mad Canadians, but obviously it's a lot of Toronto people. Yeah, I mean like that's a good thing because how dare you try to come here and then not put any? Well, that's kind of Rolling Loud's uh, (laughs) thing, though, is that they when they do it in a certain state Mm -hmm. or a certain city, it's kind of somewhat catered to the artists in that city that have a buzz as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I remember they they went on the day that they announced there was Rolling Loud. They're like, "Oh, what artists would you guys?" want to see on and i already knew they knew what they already had the artists yeah but they do these little things which i i very much admire in terms of Mm -hmm. like how to get promo out yeah for sure you got first of all all the toronto artists that are have a buzz in the city that are going to bring their audience Mm -hmm. clearly and then on top of that you have um little things like chromas being on the list i was gonna say chromas being on the list is to me an outrage performance it's like when they uh they ordered <laughs> Corey LeRae at the at that first one and she, people were like making fun of her whole performance and every, the whole crowd was dead i'm like i bet you she yeah. gonna perform in a hot tub just stay in one spot in a hot tub yeah, she her on her that. birthday she was in a hot tub by herself in the vip while everybody was coming just she brought a goat there. a live goat I saw a video of her bringing in a live goat. <laughs> Nothing's wrong with her. She knows her brand, which is just chaos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> One thing I don't do is pay attention to Chroma. So. <laughs> You're missing Especially out. Especially during a like, pregnancy. <laughs> she has birthdays? Like, what? Uh, <laughs> She's <man>. human. <laughs> yeah, no, Chroma's being on there. <laughs> Gave me a good tickle still. That, yeah, I did I see that though. I'm just like, still. okay. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the joke she only though. She going to perform like five minutes. So. This, is, this is the joke. This is the culture that we're in these days though. She has a lot more views than a lot of these artists that are even on this billing. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's the sad part. Because mm-hmm. everybody can agree she's not good at music. Do you know But what everybody she can agree that they won't stop paying attention to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll watch just to see what she does. Well, niggas want to watch the Bacchus. I know that's what a lot of the views are, (laughs) thirst views, for sure. Like, you can't tell me women are (laughs) looking up to Chromas in that way where they're driving up the views. Especially after her, her, um, her calling out of Meg the Stallion and that whole diss track and mm. calling her a man and a horse and all these other things. I can't imagine she has a lot of female camaraderie on her side. I mean, she does. The girls that are like her want to be like her. Yeah, the white girls in Scarborough say nigga. Yep. Um, <laughs> how many songs do these guys perform each? They perform like what, two, three songs? I feel nah. like that's all they have. When nah, you're nah, no, when them. you're on the bottom, they don't perform that much. Yeah, no, the they bottom. definitely do. There's, I, I feel like there's different stages um, for each tier of performer, and they'll, yeah, a lot of them will get 15 minutes here and there um at the start of the day but then it starts getting longer like i've seen yeah it gets longer as the day goes but like four people in one show like these bottom ones there's there is going to be like multiple stages Mm -hmm. not everybody's going to be on the one stage but like these bottom ones for sure are not going to get more than 15 minutes they usually get like 10 minutes on main stage and then a little bit longer on the secondary or third stage so that's why I say like there's be there'll be multiple stages, so they'll probably get to perform more songs, but like it'll be spread out amongst different 
stages. I don't know. I've never been to Rolling Loud. I've just been to the other ones, and it's I feel like they just chaotic. perform once, and then that's it. It's very chaotic. I feel like they play yeah. their, their two songs that they have, mm-hmm. like the hits, and then... Well, I mean, it would be... That? For a lot of them, it would be wise to yeah. not get it's deep into their discography, because no point it's not much there. Seaside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you gotta pick, like, your best songs Bangers. that everybody is gonna, like... Listen, when do They're gonna know, and then that's that. Doovie perform is gonna be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, Moolah first. Jeez. Moolah. Michael's back. Yo, that mm-hmm. guy kills me. We got to get him on the pod. Yeah, yeah. We got to get him on the pod. I rate him so much. <laughs> Just because of certain lines. They, the man says, you can't face me because I'm teeth. That's the most Toronto thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. You can't face me because I'm teeth. <laughs> What's your homie's name again? Um, yeah, where's Bert, Bert the Plogger's yeah. dog? Yo, no, Bert the Plogger got fucking unplugged from this lineup. That's a, Damn, that's disrespecting Scarborough on a on a giant level. But, but I see Pangs. Pangs two two is on there. That Pangs and two two performance is gonna be spiritual. French. When those guys got up there and said somebody might get slapped to this, oh my god, the audience gonna go lose their minds, bro. Somebody <laughs> might get slapped to this. Yeah. Like that that it's a very much a possibility. Um Hobby the crook, yeah. he's one of my favorites out of the city. Pyrex. Yeah, big Rexdale energy in there. Um shout out to Paris Richards. She's been making moves slowly. I didn't believe her at first. I, it's very hard for me yeah. to believe strippers turned rappers. <laughs> it seems like a trend more than it is authentic. Yeah. But I gotta admit, man, she's putting in work. She's investing a lot of money into her. Her craft and to her music. That's just good. dropped a song with Julie Black for the uh, Unity song for the Gelda. Mm-hmm. That's like one good. of those like sister sister songs. And her man is like her manager too, right? Um, I think he is. Or know. he's an artist, one of those two. He's either a manager or he's an artist himself. I mean, so. sure. I, I just know Paris. Mm-hmm. I know Paris. <laughs> um, TV Gucci. Yeah. Gucci. It's gonna be yo, dope to uh, see him. Artie, yo, Artie, <laughs> yo, Artie's in and H are both on <laughs> the lineup, yeah, but no Tion Wayne or or Russ Millions. Mm. I'm so confused, but I'm very excited to see look Artie in the city now. Artie. I was gonna have the little <laughs> 19 year old white girls going crazy. Bia, damn. Bia is it's gonna like, be performing the same want, day as Smiley. That's yeah, day one. Shensia too. Yeah, day one is my favorite day to be honest in terms of lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, Why they leave Skepta off day one? Skepta, I guess cause they have Dave already. There's a lot of UK artists which I really like. I rate that. I you rate got that. Central C. They know the market. Unknown. They know T. that there's a connection between us and the UK. So yeah, I heard that Charlie B actually had uh, something to do with. Well, he's uh, one of the DJs at the bottom. The it says. Yeah, yeah. So, but he helped. I'm I su- think produce some of the yeah, like, Toronto and UK though. lineups. Charlie be trying to get his hands in everything. I don't blame him, man. <laughs> he's good at connecting people. That's what yeah. Charlie's really good at. Yo, Ram Riddles, man. Ram Riddles, dog. <laughs> no, that guy's I a, love that guy. He's still making music? No, I've not heard anything great. since Sweeter Man. No, his music is great, man. He has music I outside of Sweeter it, Man? Yo, he's so funny. It's amazing. He's Yo, not he's good. Funny. He's not that funny to me. You I, enjoy, I enjoy. People, yeah. say, people, say, people said the Sweeter Man video was hilarious. I was watching him like, 
I mean, okay. To Didn't I tell own. you guys that, like, I said that he was my worst interview ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then somebody sent it to him, like, months later. Like, <laughs> sent the tweet to him, and, it, like, months later, he apologized to me. Like, <laughs> Sorry, shorty, I was on the But zans. I didn't respond, so he uh, erased it. Nice. <laughs> I was like, I'm not apologizing to this ghost. Maka <laughs> um, not nice. Jazz Cartier. My dogs. Yeah, we um, have a lot of Toronto in here. That's Havaya good for Mighty, them. Havaya you know? A.R. Paisley, Gold mm-hmm. London, Lola Bunce. Yes. Shout out to the gang. Pressa. Um, Pressa, Burna Bands, YG. They make, they, I see what Rolling Loud's trying to do. They're trying to separate camps by day, but <laughs> God bless. Listen, Ooh. let me say this. If you guys have learned anything from past Rolling Loud's, Mm-hmm. Tread fucking lightly. True. Y'all niggas don't show up to no performances with guns. Mm-mm. Don't show up with no nothing. Just nothing. Come perform. Get back in the whip and Ooh. go home. And go home. I'm telling you, we've seen too many Rolling Louds where niggas get caught up right after before or after yeah <laughs> their performance. True. And you do not want to be one of them. Mm. Police will be. In droves at this bitch, bro. Mm-hmm. They're waiting. They're waiting for somebody. They to just shit. stopped Killy, your Filipino veteran, really? from performing at Axis. They so- they wow. shut down his show. So Killy does what Killy does and goes outside and performs for the people on the sidewalk. <laughs> He's a greasy nigga. I rate him, man. Yeah, I seen him do that before that in front of Eaton Center. And he did the same thing, pre- premiered a new song even for them. And you see all the kids just out there. Kilimanjaro. So big ups to him. But like, yo, when you put on like a rage, a rage clout, outrage clout artist like Chroma's on the list for clicks and whatnot. Like, you leave out some artists. Like, is, are there any people you guys see that are from Toronto that should be on this list? Well, let's just notice. They put her fifth, sixth last <laughs> on the uh, third day. That's an obvious, like, we're just putting her on because we know you're right? going to click. Like, just throw her on there. Yeah. She know. literally should have been last on the whole list. They but put her on the holy day, too. God <laughs> damn. It, it, it almost looks like a sign-off, like... Exactly I don't even know. The-, the only other two Toronto artists I know on that day are well, there's Killy, there's Pangs, and 3M French. Like majority of the Toronto Toronto and artists sorry, are the the other days. Yeah, Skifall, Skyfall, mm-hmm. or whatever's happening. Unless like some of these artists are Toronto artists that I don't know. I know 2KZ is a Toronto artist. Tia Banks, Toronto artist. Mm-hmm. A lot of, uh, I mean, there's some Toronto woman, but more than I thought. They yeah. were put on there, which I guess is some progress, but I feel like Double M should be on double here. M, yeah. You love Double yeah, M. You know yeah. I do. <laughs> like if Ruby Rose can be on there, Double mm-hmm. M can be on there. Ruby Rose has wow. been out for seven years. It has like two songs. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing up blood signs. And like you said, some of the performances might be two or three songs. <laughs> yeah, it's and, not going to be a long. And Double M has two or three Bangers. Yeah. She has more songs, but two, three bangers that are legit, like people know and would love to see her perform. You forgot Nav. Nav is on the Sunday. Nav is there. Yeah. Oh, I was, there. <laughs> I was just about to say who's the biggest Canadian artist on this bill, but it's probably like Nav, Nav or Belly. Yeah, it's Nav for sure. Belly's yeah. on that day too. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Belly's probably one of the biggest Canadian artists on the billing, other than Nav and Roy Woods. Yeah. 
Drake is no, not, on, Drake the is not on the list. Not on list. <laughs> Drake will be there, but he's not on the billing. Uh, he's going to come out for Future. And he might come out for Whiskey Ooh, too. Ooh, Preem. That'll True. be interesting. When's the last time Preem was performed in the city? <laughs> when was the last, the last time, time he's been P back? When's the last time P-Rain's been back? Yeah, I haven't, seen P Rain, <laughs> I haven't seen Preem perform since his new teeth came I, out. I heard he had... Um, uh, border issues, so he had to stay where he was. Oh, he <laughs> I seen him, come no, I seen him come back before, and like he threw a party. I'm pretty sure for his birthday, or it was some event that he threw. But when? Um, that I think it was like uh, right before winter, mm. somewhere around there. Pardon me. No, so like if he didn't have the proper whatever, and he spent too much time. You in know the how the States, border is. Like, if he was to come back, he wouldn't be able to go back there, right? So he might as so well. So it's stay. like, I'm going to just camp out here till I figure out my situation. Well, the thing is, like, he wasn't allowed there for so long, right? And um, mm. he finally got freed up off probation and was allowed to go over there. And, like, you got to think, it's kind of like being in jail. <laughs> because like your boy is the biggest artist in the world mm. and he's in America living lavish all type of things he's probably making more money out there than he is in Canada too so yeah yeah well. exactly you're always yeah. seeing him with other artists I'm pretty sure he connects people just like anybody else and he's a songwriter so it's like uh, I'm pretty sure he's working um, I wouldn't come back <laughs> Personally, if I was stuck, I'm stuck. What's it's really okay. out here for me? What's really out here for me? If I'm a goon, I'm, I'm not coming back to like my city kid. for much, to you be know honest. What I mean? Oh, that's yeah. It. Well, if I have family, yeah, that's a different story. But if I have nothing here but the hood, sorry. <laughs> Gall <For> sorry, sure. Galloway. <laughs> I'm Peace in Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> Love the no frills. Gotta mm -hmm. go. Um, I was going to say, I'm actually happy about uh, K Camp. He's on Sunday. Yeah, I like that was, camp. Ooh, that's a good, that's a good hit. This is the thing about Rolling Loud is like they mix up so many so-so artists with good artists and yeah. spread out the days. It's like when it's do hard. I go? What yeah. And I don't want to see these other niggas. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel um, like Future and with Migos is gonna be the best one. Future with Migos. Is that what Migos is on a oh, Sunday? Oh, it's on a Sunday. Yeah. I feel like Wizkid is gonna dominate everybody. Yeah, for sure. But I <laughs> Wizkid's feel performance is he's gonna show up at three a.m. and it's still <laughs> gonna be rammed. <laughs> like it's gonna be crazy. I feel like based off of some of my favorite songs, Sunday would probably be my best choice. Like Migos, I would Nav, Suicide Boys, Lil TJ, Tekka, Belly, AJ Tracy, Sheck West, Five Year Foreign, Young Blue, K Camp. Killy, I'm just reading the ones I know. <laughs> oh, <Fat Nick. laughs> Um Pangs, 3M French, Ram Riddles, Chromas. Can't forget Hoosh. Hoosh. Can't forget Hoosh. Who's mm -hmm. Hoosh? Hoosh. 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 that. You're dumb. Oh, man. So based off that, for me, I feel like I would have more... What enjoyment be because i'm um, i would also not go for the whole day right so yeah i'm really looking at the main headline and then the first yeah and part of the second like maybe the first it's two tough. for me it's between friday and saturday to be honest really yeah well because you really those like first the... two lines on uh under future you got roddy rich skepta mm -hmm. trippy red ski mask lil yachty pressa don't know him don't know him nle H, Jazz, Baca, Mariah the Scientist, Berna Bands, YG, Rob Banks, Ruby Rose, Beam, Beam, the that Beam? Wait, Beam? 
That meme. Oh what no, meme? yeah, yeah, no. Saturday is my day still. <laughs> that put us up. Yeah, he should be. He should have a much larger name. But who is Beam? You should look. You, I'll show you some music afterwards. He's okay. amazing. He's really dope. Doesn't miss. Um, the Tallup twins. The Tallup twins are on there too. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys, you guys be safe out there. <laughs> you guys be safe out there with all these Finch names. <laughs> um, yeah. Future, obviously, Lil Uzi, Lil Uzi. I don't hear anybody really going up for that. I would think that Lil Uzi being on the billing would be a huge deal. Well, it is a huge deal to certain people. My kids, I don't see anybody. I feel like he, his demographic spans larger than that now, and uh, I would think that he would have. And I'm shocked the city girls aren't on this. I'll be honest. None of the big name girls are on this show. They were probably booked already. All of them, other than Bia. All of them, Meg, Cardi, <laughs> Cardi, isn't she doing a rollout? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, uh, huh? Why not? Because of the Tory stuff. What does that have to do with her? What does that have to do with her performing at Rolling Loud? She performed at another Rolling Loud, mm. and he got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's booked. I'm glad to see Roy Woods and Shen Tia on the same day. Good Jamaican power there. <laughs> Shen Yang's going to have a great set. She's mm. performed Rolling Loud before, but I think this might be her best one to date. She's spending a lot of time in Toronto this summer. Is she? Yeah, because she's going to be at... Um... I thought she was in London. Isn't she going to be at Pride or something? That's Spice. You think about Spice. Okay, then she's going to be at Carabet. I feel like she was going to be here for something else. Two weeks she has a date coming up? I don't know. There are things happening. Jada Kingdom's supposed to be coming with Dexter Daps and all of us at will. So it's like, I don't know what's happening. The Jamaican community is very unorganized coming out of this pandemic. <laughs> I'm happy this is at Ontario Place, so it's out of the fucking way. Because if this shit was <laughs> Rebel, ACC, uh, any of these areas, um, I'm, I'd shoot Yeah, myself. I couldn't do that. For, not like, do it. it wouldn't work. No. So because they be need at, space, they need land. Is it going to be at the Budweiser stage? Um, no, they probably I'm have like all two stages. like probably going to use both stages. And then honest. they probably put a stage in um the parking lot because mm. they do that for like those EDM ones. I don't remember what they're called. Yeah. Um. So they'll block off all that area. They'll have the main one, like the Molson or Budweiser stage, whatever it's called, that beach one, and then they might put like a couple little stages in the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, Toronto women are going to drop 81 that weekend. i never seen so many niggas <laughs> that women wanted to take money from <laughs> in the city at one time. <laughs> like, every spot is going to be pretty rammed no matter where you go in the city that weekend. How and it's at the, it's at it's in September, which is great. That's going to be like our, we thought. Um, End of summer. We thought CME was going to be the wrap up, but nope. Rolling Loud coming a week later. Hey, we get like two big weekends now, like Carabana yeah, type weekends, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, well, on Carabana weekend, which I think it, because it's produced by Rolling Loud, I think a lot of people mistook it for the actual festival. Chris mm -hmm. Brown and Lil Baby doing a tour and we'll be here that weekend. The main question that I have is, is Drake bringing back Ovio weekend? I doubt it. I, I highly doubt it. Back. 
I personally don't think we need it if we have all these <laughs> different shows happening, personally. But, hey, you know? Mm. Why do you guys miss OVO Fest so badly? I don't know. It's just it. nice for the city. I've never been to one, but I just liked hearing. He used to bring in a lot of money for the city. Yeah, a lot of money, a lot of tourism. Uh huh. Um, That's why the government would like back him and give him like a bunch of funding for it because he would bring in so much revenue for the city. But I enjoyed it. Like I've been to pretty much all of like OVO Fest. At- all of them? Yeah, I missed. Um, I missed maybe two. One, because I was living in Detroit, and I just didn't come back. And then the other one was because it was that one that they had at, like, the Air Canada Center. Oh, yeah, that one was like, late. Whatever. Kanye one? That's the one where Kanye came through. No, yeah. Kanye was at um Molson. He was he at ACC, too. He came twice. So he, he must have came twice. Yeah, he was a surprise guest at, at ACC. He, he just popped su- out of the floor and shit and just started going crazy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He was a surprise guest at the one where, like, TLC was there and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, 2000, maybe, like, 16. I'm wondering if, know. like, that element of surprise is just dead now with OVO Fest and he's trying to rework a different format. Because, it's like, after a while, we started finding out who was on the who was coming before they came. And it well, stopped being less about, that we, like, that surprise that you get on stage when he's just like, I brought one of my friends with me. And then you hear the song, you're just like, oh. I don't know. I feel like it still had that feeling when you're there, you know? Because it's like we just assumed we would be like, okay, so he's had a song with this person mm. and he's been seen out with this person and mm. this person has been like bubbling. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like you don't really actually know. And then, then they come well, out and it's just like, hey. I'm in the stripper pipeline. Okay. So that's why strippers know everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once you once you were in the stripper pipeline, which I was back back in those days. Because um, Marlon used days. to strip. When's the last? Yeah, you know. Uh, Chippin' Dicks. Um, <laughs> throw a dick. Slang throw a dick around. Dick. Throw a dick around. <laughs> it was called Chippendales. It was like a Trini spot where you just dance to Soka. And chip. Put your dick on the neck. <laughs> dick so on the neck. Imagine just stripping to, and chipping to Soka music. Dick, neck, dick, neck, dick, neck, dick, neck. Put my dick on your neck. Put my dick on your neck. Uh, speaking about dicks, isn't, isn't there BBL dicks? <laughs> you want to segue out of this? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, let's segue to dick BBLs. Y'all, y'all niggas thick or not? <laughs> yeah, so, I want to be thick with two C's. So gar- uh, they they girth it up. Uh, they can girth it up, lengthen it. it up. They can, can lengthen it, it. They can do it all, brother. <laughs> they can do it all. I mean, like they're doing fucking. Um, Knee extensions. Well, see, I know. I saw that too. I was like, like, when you, three inches well, of you're able to go from like five six to like a solid five eleven, the game is over. Like, <laughs> anything is possible at this point. That is, that is, nigga, that later, is a nigga's version apart. of getting bigger tits. Yeah, probably. Absolutely. Yeah, maybe you got to get them retouched like veneers. You got to get like a, a retuned, a little WD forty. Uh. <laughs> I don't even want to do all Clean that, out the man. rust For your knees for sure Because even if you do Knee replacements And hip replacements After a certain amount of time You have to get them Gotta like, get them replaced Replaced Unless again. you get animatium Some like That's why they try to like joints. Wait until you're older <laughs> Some vibranium you know? knees and <laughs> But even with breast implants You get them done in in like a decade you, you have to get, them, to get redone? them redone again. That's yeah. actually true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because the skin stretches, they all get moved and they're all weird and like it's like I a know cou- for it's like sure. A couch, like with it's this. like a couch that gets like the groove in it from sitting in it too long. Wow, you know what I'm saying? You That's have to, interesting. Deflates, starts to deflate. Like, 
They need to like replace them. Titties be losing new life. Ones. Yeah. <laughs> your breast them lose life. That's why. Uh, it's like a what's pillow, her name? Um, your breast them lose life. Chris Jenner had recent like. I heard a breast augmentation, but I thought that was like. It. That's what breast augmentation is. Yeah, but I thought that was for natural breasts. Oh. For the natural, organic breasts. Like the reduction. Not necessarily reduction. Lifted. You can get them reduced. You can get reshaped. them reshaped. Yeah. yeah. There's a whole bunch of different things. But I thought that was just for natural titties. I thought once you, you get the fake titties. You're just you know good. I mean? Yo, the real, no. but the real reshaped joints. Mm-hmm. Ooh, those ones are nice. Augmented titties over, over bigger titties all day. What do you mean augmented? Just like. Like shaped ones that to have been. perfection. Sculpted <laughs> by the gods. <laughs> I'd much rather full that natural, full than natural. a bigger titty. No, I, I like a, like I'm just saying, a big titty that was like floppy, but then relifted. It's a nice titty. That's a good titty. It's a good That's titty. That's some good titty right there. That's a good good, good titty it. meat. I was saying because it's soft. It, 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 all the years of it getting super soft and saggy. And then re, I mean, I don't mind it. those either. I, I, I'm good with some knee slappers. Oh, man. Just roll that up. Like, roll that joint up. Y'all like just love some titties. That's I just, it. I mean, I'm not a big titty guy, so that's why I'm really not discriminating on the titties. Yeah, yeah. I discriminate pussy. That's <laughs> that's where things get sticky, if you know what I mean. Hey. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. but, <laughs> that's what it sounds it makes. <laughs> but seriously, no, I'm I, I'm more of a vagina person. Like, how does that look? Are there vagina BBLs? There's vagina pom pom rejuvenation. Yeah. You can get the shit tightened and stuff like that. See, I don't like how they get that name and we don't get dick rejuvenation. Like, why isn't ours a refreshing? So what? (laughs) They're really calling it dick BBL? Yeah. Yeah. No, I called it that. Oh. That's hard. Dick BBLs. Yeah, dick BBLs. DBLs. DBLs. I don't know. Brazilian butt lift is what BBLs means, so it's a... Jamaican dick, dick, dick lift. Ball, <laughs> dick, dick ball it's a JDL. Lift. It's a Jamaican dead dick, dick lift. What the heck? This isn't even on. Well then, as you were, <laughs> carry on. Okay. <laughs> so, would you date a man that had a BBL? Would I know? Like, do you think Whoa. that? I, but what if he came out and was like, "Hey, listen, fake dick just, all in your pussy." It's like, just know it works. Yuck. It's just not. It wasn't like this before. But it is this now. <laughs> you gotta show it. <laughs> yeah. You gotta show the record of dick. Yeah, this is my before and after. Like, hey, got man, ticks on it, it like a like, like a height. I mean, you know? I can't discriminate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what if I went and got my breast done? Like, yeah. I wouldn't want somebody to discriminate because, like, I got some fake titties now. You know. Ah. But also, I just don't think like men would just come out and be like, "Yeah, I had such a pinch uh, penis before," and. Um. Now you know I got it extended. Mm. I don't think they're going to do that. I if That's I did, I, I feel like men if, have like you know no, too much I, pride. If, in if that I had shit. a BBL, they're going to keep that in the rat, like yeah. undercover. I'm on natural, baby. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, hey man, whether whether it's mine or not, it works. Yeah. And if you can make a girl come with the new dick, I mean, yo, I would tell you thing. if my dick moved differently now that I have the BBL. Like, so for example. You see, have you ever seen an elephant or horses? I think, yeah, is it elephant's dick? Where, like, they can control the whole dick. Like, if he wanted to do the wave in your shit, shit, he can do the wave in your shit. It it moves like its own trunk. Yeah, if my dick is moving like that, I'm going to have to... 
I'm gonna have to tell you ahead of time because I got bionic. I got bionic buddy now. Yeah. I just want to give you a heads. Up. I just want to give you a heads up. My head might be up. You feel me? It's yeah. gonna. It might feel a little squirmy little, in there. Got a little octopenis in there. Just <laughs> little tentacles with the testicles. Octopenis. That's crazy. But uh, seriously though, that, if, like that's just like the disclaimer of the guy who told me that he had a big penis. Like, oh, that guy. <laughs> Listen, if you're out there watching. Can you you have a, left quite the impression. Can you, get a penis, <laughs> can you get a penis reduction? What if your dick is Ooh. so big? Like, can you take some inches off? Can I would take definitely some want to if I was like ten or above. Yo, if I, feel I was like that's ten a or gray above, anatomy episode. If I was ten or above, I would definitely want <laughs> a dick reduction. She definitely did that before. I feel like she did it. A dick. Reduction. Of course they did. Mm. Yeah, they probably did in the break room. Sick bitches. <laughs> oh, sick bastards. She flew in from uh, her vacation in Italy. The girl came from the other show. She came from the other show. She came from the other show just for this dick reduction. It just dawned on me, though. Back to what you were saying, though. Like Dick if, just if, dawned on you? No. It just dawned on me. If, if a dude had a BBL, had a dick BBL, that was more reason to get, but that's more reason to show off to a lady and be like, hey, man, you ever try a fake dick before i mean you know, like you, you want to try something gonna new it's not be fake though i know it's not fake like, i see what you're saying like the curiosity thing that you're playing into yeah i think yeah. i think it would be interesting because it would it would be odd to know that other people cuz that's not something someone can keep to themselves yeah come on like <laughs> once you tell one person <laughs> Everybody's Everybody gonna know. know. <laughs> remember when Homegirl was like, "I got new tits. Look," and just pulling out her new tits. She, but that's like, new was, tits. We, we, come but on. that's what I'm saying. That's like, new titties. I, I new feel dick. Like when you have a new, <laughs> new something, you're just like new dick. My new anything. Just hey, like, bro, hey, my niggas, look at that. <laughs> look at I squirm. Maybe they go and do that to like the uh, old people. You know, the things just hang out in past. good life change <laughs> rooms. Like, so what do you guys get into? <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking crazy. <laughs> Notice anything different? Uh, <laughs> no, never saw your dick before, Greg. God, God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, that would be like, I don't know. For some reason, that reminds me of like Liam Neeson telling us that he almost killed a black man because he was black. It's like, why did we need to know this, Liam? <laughs> this is something you could have kept to yourself. Yeah, you could have taken that. Life would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. A dick BBL. I'd be scared to just get the procedure done, I mean, to I've be s- honest. What is the healing process? You see what these women be wearing. Yeah, <laughs> after, the, the after the, or whatever. Oh, the faha wrap. Yeah. That shit look, and it be bleeding in spots and shit. Mm. Oh, my God. Imagine you bleeding from your mm. dick. Mm-hmm. No period. I wonder if childbirth is worse Dickstration? That's crazy. Dickstration. Oh, man. Um, speaking of dickstration. It's from dick segue to dick segue. <laughs> I don't even really have a segue here. ASAP Rocky was arrested. <laughs> <laughs> he is hate on this guy. <laughs> and who called the police? It was I. <laughs> he was like, I know that they boarded this private jet Yo. and they're going to land approximately in LAX at 8.08 p.m. I've got the murder weapon. I've got the victim. I've got the witness. Um... <laughs> One of y'all wrote, put it in the group chat. Who put it in the group chat first? Was it Matt? Probably me. Or was it you? I think it might have been Matt. I feel like I was like. <laughs> <laughs> you were right there. <laughs> She's like, I feel like I was right there. I don't know. Um, the first thing that I said 
<laughs> so there's a chance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's no chance. Let's be very real. She's sticking by her man. Um, she was the, the one who bailed him out. Yeah, probably. I mean, what's 500000 to Rihanna? To a billionaire? It's um, a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> a millionaire or a billionaire? Billionaire. Yeah. Okay. A billionaire. What I fear is that um, we're getting into Nicki Minaj territory. Oh, for no. sure. What about those, no. New, those New Yorkers? Those New so York men. These New York niggas. <laughs> Another mm. man that's about to be on trial. They need a soldier. <laughs> this is a smear no, campaign? Big gene, or an awareness I mean. campaign. <laughs> be aware, ladies. <laughs> Especially Bayesian ones. <laughs> Bayesian ones with billions of dollars. Billion. Yeah, imagine now when you come to Toronto for Carabana with that New York accent. Accent it doesn't work anymore. Oh my god! <laughs> ASAP. It's over because ASAP. Yeah. What's gonna happen what if mom? he gets like, like really charged for this and like if he has to go Shit. to jail? This is attempted murder, isn't it? She is. That's not going to a little bit of time. A single mom. That is. I mean, ideal. I personally don't want it at the expense of another black man. I'll say that. Yeah. I have to because of the courts. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I didn't know that there was a situation that happened. So, like, who knows? Like, I don't think To be honest, did. it could be one of those the baby situations where he gets, like, the baby's original situation when he killed the guy in the no. Walmart. Yo, that video was crazy. Well, that was self defense. That was self defense. So but this like, story is, like, very much he's, him and his boy were the aggressor. Oh. And it's one person versus two. Mm. Um, so well, that's the thing. Like, I don't really know anything about the story because, like, it came out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, I thought they was about to pop this baby out in Barbados. Like, they was gonna have a little Bayesian. Shit looks sweet. Like, there was no inklings of an investigation or anything. And apparently, this happened last year, and mm-hmm. they've been yeah they building did. the case since then, which is mm-hmm. scarier to me personally. They waited because if you them. wait to get someone, you're waiting until you got them. Yeah, and then you get them. So it's like that they red is evidence. wild to me. Like if this was, it, I'd feel better for his chances if uh, they had arrested him right away uh, when this had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you got yeah, when you have someone that's been looked into and investigated for over a year, and the public doesn't even fucking know, this yeah. is held under wraps. This is something like that they wanted to make sure they got. And the timing is very odd. I, I was going to say that I hate that it's happening right when she's about to pop. Very like, bad timing. Very bad. That poor woman. Yeah, because... I wonder if like, they turned down a, some blackmail or something so the police were like, all right, fine. I'm going to take it out. Yeah, they could have been threatening her you know, and been like, yo, pay me. You know, 100% like, that happened. That's why the movie... Or the I would show say 100% that happened. We don't want to be sued by any lawyers. So <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm 100% that, that, I'm that allegedly happened. 100% that that stuff happens. As well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. 100% I've seen it in a movie. <laughs> I've seen ASAP Rocky. That's why I was like, Donovan, Ray Donovan exists for a reason. Ooh, I still need to watch that. I heard so it was really good. good. So good. This, it was really good. This fixes all over Hollywood. Limited series? Is it like one season? I think it's two seasons. And then they okay. had a movie come out. Oh, wow. With Idris? No. Oh, I was like, I didn't hear about that. No. Uh, I haven't seen the movie. Or the new... Or am I thinking about Luther? Luther. I'm thinking about Luther. Yeah, never mind. Or am I thinking about Idris and Ray Donovan? I don't know. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, um, prayers up for ASAP. Um, that's all I can say. <laughs> Internally, I just I cannot say anything more. <laughs> but please don't get arrested ASAP. Uh, don't go to jail. Just I mean, I gotta think of the kids. You're a woman. I gotta birth, think of the like. kid. I gotta think of the kid. Um, I want him to raise my child, you know, just as I would. <laughs> and he can't do that from jail. So, right, right. you know, um, I don't want to have to step in. I mean, I do. But I don't want to have to step in <laughs> and, and take that father role. I don't think I'm ready right now. Um, mm. Doing a lot of stand-up. Shit's going really well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can do all that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, is going really well, man. Like, yo, I had an amazing night on Sunday. Was it Sunday? It was Sunday. Yeah, it was Sunday. Twas. Twas, Twas. Sunday. T- Sunday Milestone. night. Milestone. I saw a flyer um, for the 27th anniversary of the Nubian night. And I was like, ooh, never been? Anniversary shows is fucking good to go. Why not? Jean-Paul on the list. Um, uh, Morito. Who else? Roma Cliffy. Spence. Roma Spence. Mar- Marita. Marita. Chavez. Um, all these heavy hitters on the building. So I'm like, said to my girl, you know, let's let's go watch the show. Went to go watch it. Got there. Said what up to Cliff. Said what up to Kenny. Cliff Rob. No, Cliff Robinson. Cliff something. I think it's Cliff. Is not Cliff Robinson. No. Cliffy. I know that's his name. Cliff that's Knight. Cliff Knight. That's what it is. Cliff Robinson's a basketball player that smokes weed. <laughs> yeah, they both smoke weed, probably. Um, <laughs> I see where you got it wrong. Um, what's it called? So, yeah, I got there. I said what up to, to Cliff. I said what up to Kenny. Kenny Robinson, which is probably where we said that name. The um, God. <laughs> Kenny Robinson is the godfather of Canadian comedy. Um, it's, it's a spot, the same spot and room that launched Russell Peters and countless other heavy hitters and goats. He's had a number of p- comedians rise he had up Lil, under he had him. Lil Kev on that show. Lil Kev the Bastard been on that show, a.k.a. Kevin Hart. Um, <laughs> Norm Alcancel has been on that show. Which is, Norm I mean, Alcancel. I mean, it's, that's a heavy hitter. You know what I mean? So just to be in the, the rarefied superstar. air of such <laughs> Filipino excellence, it was... <sighs> It was a mahal kita for me. I'll say that much. I love that you got that. <laughs> <laughs> Superstar. Um, I brought that up one time and Goldie Cox looked at me like, what the fuck? You got to be her for about? Halloween. And I'm like, bro, how dare you? You got to oh, be her for Halloween. Okay, maybe. <laughs> I've been so late. I haven't seen anyone be her for Halloween and she's iconic. You need to let him, you need to let your armpits get stanky for a Ew. whole day in his sleep. Wake him up with a superstar slap. As long as you take a nostrils. mini boomerang of you making out with a tree, I think everybody will get the reference. <laughs> I think you'll be fine. Um, but yeah, so, so I went to the show. the show. I went to the show. Um, it's not a packed house, but it, it's relatively um, filled. And, and mind you, as a comedian, mm-hmm. if you in Toronto, yes. It's one of those things where you're supposed to go to the Nubian night if ever you want to try and do that room. So you're just supposed to go. Like, Keith did it. Keith went 20 times before Kenny Robinson finally said, hey, hey, kiddo. Yeah. I heard about you. And he killed it, too. Right? Like, 2013. So, you know. <laughs> Keith, I watched that video. He killed that shit. But yeah. So you pop in on your first. <laughs> Everybody kept pointing this out to me, which I, I guess now that I'm speaking to more comedians about it, I see how big of a deal it is. But I didn't. Yeah, I really I went there with the idea to, to watch. But something told me 
know, dress kind of appropriately because you never know what might happen. I right? mean, it is a place where people dress up. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I didn't dress yeah. up at all. I was in sweats, everything. But <laughs> I mean, appropriately to be on stage. Hey, man, like, that, that's that's male lingerie. We yeah, love it. So. Exactly. So I went, sat back down with my girl. And I feel a tap on my shoulder like five minutes later. And it's this uh, waitress. And she's like, um, Kenny would like to speak with you. My heart started pumping immediately. Boom, 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 I'm like, boom, boom. I know what's about to happen. Okay. <laughs> Walk over there. Hey, you want some chicken wings? <laughs> no. I'm like, hey, hey Kenny, Kenny what's up? He's like, wings, you're on next. Ten minutes. I'm like, oh. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> right, you got ten minutes. <laughs> He's got the perfect voice. He sounds like Krusty the Clown <laughs> a little bit. It's so perfect. You're up next. You got ten minutes, kid. Yep, exactly like that. And he, Kenny Robinson, is the type of guy that'll throw you in, un, into all these different tests so put you through yeah. the gauntlet see if you can handle the shit yeah and he said he pulled you over and said what yeah he, i met up. him i met him i should probably give this backstory i did aaron lewin's show shout out to mr lewin um and he right before kenny was on was me and so he caught a bit of my set at the end and he told me afterwards he's like yo who is this guy killing these people blah blah, blah. and so we got Gained a little camaraderie there, and he told me, I'll try to get you on, but I'm backed up for like two years because I had to make up for all of the pandemic. And yada. I'm like, honestly, fine. Whenever you can, sir, I I will take the, the offer whenever. Mm. So now I'm there. This guy's like, you're on 10 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's him. That's him? Oh. And, um, He's Googleable, you guys, if you don't know. Definitely Google. <laughs> um, he... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so he goes up and does his set. I tell my girl, I'm like, yeah, I'll be back. I guess I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be going up. <laughs> and I'm st- sitting there, and I'm not hearing any of the comedians. There's two comedians before me. I'm not hearing anybody, bro. I'm in my head thinking about the set. Cause Who'd you follow? I haven't performed in three and a half weeks. I followed Cliff. Cliff Knight. And I was going to say, if you had to follow Marito. Oh. I mean, I followed Marito before once, and yeah, it's not fun. Um, <laughs> he's a heavy hitter, man. But yeah, no, it was, um, they they brought me up there, and I honestly had probably the best set of my entire career. <laughs> like, oh, it was, so... I was in the zone, man. It was great. And, um, yeah, big ups. Um, shout out to Norm for making me do my set. Over and over again, every time we go to a show, I'm like, I'm gonna try out this new stuff. He's like, No, no, no. Roti. <laughs> just like, All right, man, <laughs> do it till it's perfect. And yeah, that's gonna man. eventually be because once you get it perfect, you'll know which ones you can pull out and extract, yeah, to put into a proper set when you got to showcase when you got to submit shit. Yeah, you need to have those refined jokes, you gotta have yeah. a bunch of like whatever thoughts, funny thoughts, yeah, refined jokes. Well, the thing so. is, it's like through doing it more and more often, especially once you know it, know it, mm-hmm. you can manipulate it a lot more. Yeah, and yeah. I could just, I could deviate away and do crowd work and talk shit about someone in the crowd and mm-hmm. then come back to it and not be like, well, where was I? <laughs> like, it's like Silk Sonic, whenever they perform, leave the door open. Every time they perform it, it's, it's a little different. It's different yeah. because they can add to it. They know how yeah. to freak it differently. So I said so many things on that stage I've never said in that mm-hmm. set ever. And I'm just like, in my head, I'm, I'm like kicking myself. I'm like, yeah. why didn't you think of that? <laughs> like, I was thinking about taking out like key words that get me the jokes and exchanging it for what I just thought of. Yeah. And I didn't in some cases. I just added on afterwards. Yeah. But man, I was just like, yo, this is crazy. And afterwards, all the comedians were just going 
nuts. Like, Bougie came up to me. So this is one uh, comedian. She's been on our show before, Bougie. She's amazing. Um, and before I went on, she came in a little late, and she walks in. She's like, oh, my God, you're performing? I'm like, can, can you just ask me? She's like, what? Do you know how big of a deal this is? And let me tell you, before that, my heart was pounding, and then I was thinking about my set, and I remembered it all, and my, I calmed down. She comes in and she's like, what? <laughs> my heart starts going like this Aww. again. I mean, my heart was beating so loud, I couldn't hear people in the room. I could just hear my heart. It was Aww. insane. She and messed up your zen. Yo, I was so calm before she came. She's like, nobody ever gets gets on the first time they come. Do you know how big of a deal this is? I'm like, this is wild. I find out Jean-Paul, one of the people that I saw on the flyer that was on the building, I've done shows with him before, He's in. He's with Jay Martin in Atlanta, yeah, and their flight in. is a little bit delayed, yeah. mm. so he couldn't do the show. And because I was the first comedian that Kenny saw, he's just like, "You're on." <laughs> because if it had been Tamir came afterwards, Bougie came afterwards. If it had been any of those tenured, like legitimate credibility comedians, yeah, yeah. he would have really chosen good. one of them, right? And so it's like my mind just at the end of the night, my mind just exploded. I'm like, "Yo, there's so many things that happened." that made me get on this stage yeah. and now I'm getting like multiple opportunities because of it. Yeah. The, the things you ever get someone talking to you after a show and it's like, this person believes in me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, this lady came up to me and helped, you know, when someone holds you <coughs> by both biceps yeah. and they're an older person yeah. and you're just standing there like a child again. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this lady held me and spoke to me for like 10 minutes and I'm just like, this is insane. I'm like, uh -huh. I told jokes for eight minutes. <laughs> like, what's going on? You know, it was wild. I, I will say like, and this is no disrespect to like, don't take it. This is any disrespect, mm. but watching newer comics go through these milestones gets me so happy <laughs> because I feel like I never really had the chance to appreciate them appreciate my own mm. so now when i see you or see diana or see anybody like go on the road and experience certain things it reminds me that i'm not above the process like every time you, it's like i should have the exact same excitement the first time as i do yeah. 10 years later yeah. and, and it reminds me just to be like no enjoy this yeah enjoy the process enjoy the hustle because well, like e sorry what are you gonna say no keep continue no because even like hearing first and foremost I'm very, very proud Thank you, to know that the Extra Gravy Gang are one of two people that I know to walk in to Nubian Night for the first time ever and get <laughs> on. Okay? Fucking so, amazing. Yeah, we did that. Now we did that. I don't know anybody else other than you. Nubian so Night like, Virgins, baby. You know, I walked in. Keith, like, you know, it wasn't even Keith. It was, it was Trix, Jay Martin. Oh, and, my God. And, well, all these guys... I walked in there like, yo, Kenny, this guy, this guy. I'm like, he's like, this is when he was taking vouchers. Mm. So it's like, yeah, all right, you're up. I was like, I got, I got three vouchers like that. Okay, sick, got up. But to go in with, because he, he rescinded the vouchers. He's like, nah, people have been giving me fuck whack vouchers. Like, nah, I don't take your recommendations no more. Mm. Mm. So zero vouch, just off the strength. That's crazy. You mm -hmm. know? I mean, I, I mean, I'm so lucky. Timing. I'm no, so blessed. No, but it's also like that, okay. that quote that Oprah says, luck is when preparation and opportunity meet each other. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so, yeah, you might think it's like, oh, yeah, I was just lucky that 
this person was late and these people hadn't showed up. But at the same time, like Norm had told you to continue to prepare your yeah. set, even though you had nothing to really look like forward to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you didn't have this moment there. And then it was just the opportunity. You came yeah. at a divine time. And he was like, divine hey, time for real, man, we can make this happen. Yeah. It was and, it was crazy. It and I also wanted to say in terms of you saying um enjoying the process, that reminds me of like a Tyra Banks thing where she said no matter how big her win is, she always makes time to celebrate, right? Mm. And one of her first celebrations, it could be like the smallest thing, but when she got her first check as like a model, her and her mom just went to a pizza shop and had pizza. And, like, that was just, like, yo, I really yeah. was able to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And it could be the smallest thing, but everybody should be able to s- celebrate their wins in yeah, some yeah. type of way. You know? For sure. Definitely. I'm bad in, like, saying to myself, oh, you're supposed to do this. Don't 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 pat your back too much. Just get back to work. This is a part of the process. You know, this is part of the I pro- feel like that, too. But, yeah, but I have to remind myself sometimes, like, to stop, <laughs> Norm. It's okay. Yeah. You did well. Yeah. Don't, don't, not beat yourself up, but just also don't not. Yeah. My therapist will say, up. like, sometimes you just got to be able to live in the moment. Because mm. I know for me, I was always, I've always been the person, like, okay, I did this. Now, what's next? Right, what's next? Right. And sometimes it's like, you don't have to rush to, like, what's next? Like, be okay. Be content with where you are. It doesn't mean you have to get stagnant. It doesn't mm. mean that you have to fall off and not do anything else. But, like, just be okay. Like, what if nothing else does happen? Like, right. are you okay with this moment? Like, yeah. be okay with it. Be able to sit with it. And then when you need to move on to, like, the next thing, then you can. But you don't need to keep rushing through things. I feel like I'm in a rush to go nowhere sometimes. <laughs> a yeah. lot of the times I'm hurrying up out of conversations. I'm hurrying up out of, like, all right, got to go, guys. Just, like, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I'm out of here. But they're like, where are you going? You're not taking up my time. Yeah. Well, I'm in a rush to go nowhere. But yeah, it's tough. It's tough when you have like, because <clears throat> I think all of us think very long term in terms of where you, where we want to end up, mm-hmm. and it's tough when you're you have such high aspirations for yourself and you're going through all these milestones, but you know you have so much more to go. Yeah, <laughs> to celebrate those milestones, you know what I mean? And especially when you see most people, most people I see only celebrate when they get to the milestone that I want to get to. So I'm like, <laughs> should I be celebrating? Like you kind of, it's almost like imposter syndrome kicks mm-hmm. in. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. I, I definitely just reflected on that. Like the whole night. You should do something that you enjoy. Something. I smoked. Yeah. Okay. It was great. <laughs> I was like, I know your girl likes ice cream, ice cream cake. So it's like, if it was her, I, yeah. she'd probably be like, I need an ice cream cake. Yeah. Which probably. by the way, her enthusiasm and excitement was probably stronger than yours. Like really? she was so happy. For Cause me. I was you still like I, thinking I was, about it. So I was at the show. There's another comedy club right beside it in that back alley yeah. called the corner. Oh. So while he was performing on one end, I was performing on this side. Oh. But I kind of like, I didn't want to disrespect the club by going to the next club while yeah. waiting to perform at that club. Cause yeah. it was whatever. But uh, <laughs> yeah, right after the show, they came back, we had a blunt and uh, just, she was just so enthralled, just happy that. and, and yeah. proud of her man. How supportive. Like, just literally glowing. She knew how big that night yeah. was for me because, like, she was I so told her that bro. Nubian night was, like, the one place in the city that I was, like, I need to mm. do that. Like, I don't care about 
anywhere else. As a black comedian, as a black comedian, then it's like, whoa. Yeah, man. I'm sorry, bro. And I'm I'm not not even just get on. I need to get on and do well. And Mm. I smashed it, and I was so proud of myself. And then Josh Johnson comes on. (laughs) I was like, holy shit! I've been watching this guy for fucking years, and he's just in the city. Did a he had a show at Comedy Bar. Yeah, yeah. And so he did another one there, a little um, special drop in. And it was it was dope, man. He he bodied it as well. Everybody, everybody on the bill and um, bodied it. And then at the end of the night, I'm like, holy shit! I just did the anniversary show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That just keep like hitting you. Yeah. Like, oh my god! Oh my Yo, god! Oh my yeah, god! I remember you, seeing you know when nuts? they did the 25 year anniversary, and he had like the Nubian disciples. Um, uh, he like did like a mixtape yeah, or the album, album, yeah, yeah. and like Norm and all these guys are on it. I'm just like, oh, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> like, you know, the anniversary show was the first show I did back when I got home from Taiwan, and that was the showcase show that got me on the JFL. Oh yeah. So like that, the anniversary show was a very, very like. So wait, did you know you were gonna do the showcase before you got on the plane? Uh. I knew, I knew, I because I, I would have been so bummy going to that airport, so bro. No, I knew coming off the <laughs> Holy no coming shit. off the plane. I'm like, yo, I was because I also know like no, but I mean day. before you Go get time, on the baby. plane because remember what happened the last time. You oh got on yeah, the plane. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then now you have one of the biggest moments of your career. At this point, I already knew. I'm like, no, for sure, I'm getting deported oh, okay. by this day. So yes, I'm doing it. Yeah, I land that day. I'm going straight to the spot. It was that day. It was that day, bro. Oh my god! That's why I was just like, "I'm home," and that's my that home, must have be energy. Vantage, yeah, no, that's you know energy in your back right there. <laughs> so, You've been telling jokes in fucking <laughs> Taiwan, Taiwanese bars, <laughs> in fear that I'll get in trouble again for performing jokes. Because literally, yeah. we'll get jailed if we get caught telling jokes without a permit. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, I don't there. even think they have. Uh, a permit for for telling jokes out there for being a comedian. I guess it's a performer permit. Mm. Anyways, it was congrats, a man. Yeah, yeah, man. Congratulations, congratulations brother. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Many more to come. It is a milestone. Yeah, man. I'm. Uh, I've been friggin' messaging every producer of comedy in the city mm-hmm. and outside of it, um, sending them my tapes and, and so my this is clips like and stuff like that. Your thing that you want to focus on now. Yeah. Yeah, Got it. this is definitely my like number one, numero uno. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. Yeah, and at the end of the show, Kenny, he um, because he's like, oh, wait, what? T- wait, wait till we're done so I can pay you. And I'm like, ah, I don't need to pay. It's fine. And he's like, no, no, no wait. Pays you a chicken wing. Grab some chicken wings and I get some money. Yeah. <laughs> he paid me, and he's just like, all right, you're uh, you're you're gonna be a regular. So I'm you're gonna do fifty next time and. Uh, I'll, pay you, I'll pay you next a little time. We're gonna be a regular uh, every time we come out. So I just know that uh, I got you on my. He gave radar, me a right? nice intro too, man. He gave me like one of the nicest intros I've ever had. And he made, he set me up perfectly because I want I didn't because I thought people were gonna um, see me come up and expect that I was like expecting to go on. And I wanted them to kind of know that, hey, I didn't know this was going to happen. So if I fuck up, like, please be aware. Don't blame like, me. He's just like, yo, blame you know, um, sometimes, you know, you have uh, comedians that, that show up just to watch and learn. And my thing is going up to comedians and being like, hey, you want to go on? <laughs> and uh, he's like, and we got... Uh, comedian that I saw at another show and uh, I was like man this kid's got something uh, so here he is Marlon Palmer and I was just like first time he got your name right yeah 
until last year, he's been calling me Big Mo. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> I thought you meant he got your last name wrong. No. Nah. I'm like, I understand that. I don't know how to say your name to this day. <laughs> but <laughs> just last year, he started calling me Big Norm Alkinsel. Wow. But before, it was, everybody says a killer. Give it up for Big Mo. I'm like, yeah, yeah Big Mo. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so you got Marlon Palmer. Uh, you got Marlon Palmer gate. first time. Yeah. Lucky you. <laughs> Shout out to Marlon Brando for um, <laughs> ingraining my name into every elder's brain. Um, now people think me and Mo Ishmael are the same person. So. Wow. wow. <laughs> and that's the other thing. I saw other comedians come there and, and were trying to talk to him and ask to be on it. Remember I told you I was never going to be that guy. I'm <laughs> not going to go. You don't, apparently. No. <laughs> no. Well, you don't, not, apparently. Not limit- Hey, can I get on? But just you got to show face, shake the hand. Oh yeah, like, for sure. In this, in like, but I wasn't day, gonna sit you know? up, sit there and ask him after an hour and a half show. Hey, can you, come on, you got to put me on. Like, no, mm. you know what I mean. Like, I seen other comedians doing that after the show, and he was like annoyed. Yeah, he's like, I see this guy every. He's been harassing me for two months. I told you I got two years of lineup, and it was <laughs> it was interesting, man. But yo, he's dope. He's amazing for for giving me that opportunity. I, I did not take it for granted at all, um, and I can't wait to go back. Niggas, niggas told me it was a slow night. It was, bro. That shit's normally packed, three hundred deep. Oh my god! If it was packed, I would have murdered. Like hundred and fifty probably. It was probably like about yeah, it was about hundred and fifty people there, yeah, roughly. Yeah. But it felt packed to me. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know what we're used to in like clubs that are small. Yeah. It, I wasn't expecting that mu- that many people, and it sounded loud to me, yeah. man. I got my first. Well, not my first, but my f- actually no, it was my first time getting multiple appro- applause breaks. Yeah. So like applause breaks are when people are like, like they'll laugh, but they're kind of impressed with the joke, mm-hmm. and so they'll, oh, nice, yeah. nice. And so I got multiple of those for the first time, and I was mm-hmm. just like. I feel mm. like, have you ever done comedy in Detroit? Nope. But I feel, I feel like, like, you like guys I should. Would fucking tiger uppercut them in their throat holes. <laughs> like, God, I want to go to say New York. Is that, like, when I was in Detroit, they would go to comedy shows all the time. No, like, there was always the comedy shows in Detroit. There was always, like, I don't know. Like comics were running through there, so mm. I feel like they have it's the Icebreaker so Festival. It's Windsor and Niagara. Uh, wait, no, sorry, That's it's Niagara. a different one. Border Festival, yeah. mm. the Border City Festival. It's Windsor, Detroit mm-hmm. comics. Sick. But yeah, th- I heard. I, I like heard it's guys, a good scene. That's my next goal try. is to get invited to festivals. I don't know how that works, but you just <laughs> got to get. You, you just have to keep on doing so many shows that when the producer or when the scouters, I guess. Mm. Start asking the different producers who are your favorite comics that you put on your shows. Yeah, and they give if your list is on if your name is on multiple lists, then they'll be like, "All right, let's give this guy a shot." Bet. So just get on everybody's <laughs> list. Bet. <laughs> See, I'm only on a certain few. I'm on the list of respect certain respected folks, but I'm not on enough lists of everybody. I so think like, we have a solution to that though that we came up with that will remedy that. I forgot what that was. <laughs> we'll discuss it after. Yeah. Yeah. It's about sure relocating. Uh, oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think that'll help yeah. it. Um, mm. But once again, the process, though. Yes. Go through the process. Earn it the right way. Definitely. Revolutionize, revolutionize the comedy game the right way. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. 
No shots. No, it sounded like it. <laughs> Why did that sound like shots? It sounded a little shady. Hey, man. To who? From the last week when I walked in and y'all was talking about a little something-something. We've all revolutionized the game here in Toronto somehow. I you mean, some more than others. <laughs> so I'm not going to say that we have or that other people haven't. You know what I'm saying? We all have. Yeah, okay. I'm not really We're watching other people. You know? Okay. I'm but I'm just, what I, I am saying okay. though, but what I am saying is do the work mm-hmm. and let that work speak for speak it. for itself so you don't got to scream it out. Exactly. You know, because that's, that's, where, that's where it all comes in is like when you've actually... Have the receipts. I'd never want to ask people to give me my props. No, I don't want flowers. Just, but it's nice to receive them. I would never ask people to give me my props. I I don't deserve the props if you're giving them voluntarily. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not like yo, give me my goddamn flowers. No, no, like I, I'll tell. I I don't want to tell you to give me a surprise party. Just give me a surprise. Facts. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh man. Um, Oh, but there was one last thing I wanted to tell you. Yeah. Because somebody told me this. Um, there's something about Nubian night that people can get real comfortable with mm-hmm. thinking that that's what it is. And I did for like the first five, six years. Oh, like, well. this is, you know? Yeah. And and it's, I don't want to call it a false sense of... Uh, it's playing to your crowd. For, to me, personally. Yeah. I feel like it's like, it's no different than inviting your your, your core audience mm-hmm. out. Like, it's not, a, it's not indicative of... How, where you are in stand up. Yeah. It's more exactly. so a lot of people, especially when it comes to Nubia Night, they come to have a good time. They're, right, they're right. very, they're very unselfish with their laughs. They're not here to be like, yeah, impress me. It's more so like, I came to have a good time. Like, yeah. I'm going to laugh very loosely. And I noticed that. Um, and luckily, I've done, we've done some other rooms where like, it's not like that. Like, that yeah, <laughs> little one weed tough. spot yeah. in fucking Montreal we went to where there was like six people. Getting extremely high and interrupting the whole mm-hmm. time. Like yeah. there's there's rooms like that that you'll have the same set mm-hmm. and it's just completely different, right? So I, I get I get how that is. For me right now, what I'm focusing on is obtaining more jokes. I have so much fresh shit that I want to do. Build that Rolodex, man. And now it's just getting on shows so I can have the opportunity to do them um, and and craft those jokes as well as this first one, so yep. I can get my album done by the end of the year. Yo, do th- and throw them all out. You need Try to, it again. You need to uh, <laughs> get the good habits from early because mm-hmm. now I am getting out of bad habits mm-hmm. to get new habits. But yeah, anyhow, yeah. we're getting into wax too on, nerdy with off. the comedy talk. Wax on, wax off. Um, <laughs> I saw a video today. I saw a video today. Alicia's bored. Uh, <laughs> that's what we meant by that. Um, I was going to be like, Norm, you have uh, snacks? <laughs> Alicia's our gauge on the female listenership. <laughs> Once we see Alicia dozing off, we're like, okay, we should switch the topic. Um, so BBL. <laughs> so dick BBLs. Uh, no, something that will keep her awake. This Meg and Tori situation is will back again. Will it keep you awake? It's going to keep you awake. Um... Meg did an interview with Gail King, mm-hmm. which, I mean, <laughs> Gail King interviews, it's own, that's its own beast. Uh, <laughs> I don't really want to touch that. <laughs> it's like, I, whenever I see Gail King doing an interview, uh, I feel like the be- person, the interviewee, mm-hmm. made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're not in our uh, Oprah interviews. Oprah interviews, I feel like Oprah... 
really does not beat around the bush. Yeah, she gets to the point. She gets to the point. And I mean, she's she not talks catering. over Michael Jackson while he's beatboxing. She'd be okay. like, so, Megan, yeah. so you didn't dance, bitch? <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> so did Tori shoot you? Yo, yes, she was no. dead ass. Yeah, she was dead ass. Did ass he ass shoot ass. you? She because it, it's no, like with Gail. Gail seems to want to um, cater to whoever she's. It's it's either it's one of two things. It's either she's extremely biased against the person she's interviewing, or she's extremely there. biased against the person she's mm. she's interviewing. You see what I'm saying? In the gradient of interviewers and talk show hosts, I think she's in between Oprah and Wendy Williams. Just trying. yeah, I would yeah. say that too. Yeah. I would say that too. She does grab, especially she gravitates towards these. Divisive, polarizing yeah, topics. Yeah. Which I mean, brave, sure, or just inna for others. Um, <laughs> but yes, she uh, Meg went on this, and this is the other thing too. Is like Meg's been able to speak pretty freely on this. Um, Tori's the only times. one that's not saying nothing about it. I well, mean, he's, he's been saying plenty. Either. He's been saying plenty. It, it's been it's sub- the wrong subliminals, platform. and it's on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He did have a video when it first went down where he he explained his side of the story as well. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say Tori has has not been quiet. He is not. He made a whole mixtape. Yeah. He? Oh yeah. What I about? <laughs> he made a yeah. whole mixtape about this shit. He's Jesus. spoken about it on Twitter. He's subbed her. He's he's um as of late he just has a gag or antagonized her. Yeah. And I think since the the, the baby incident mm. is probably where he's gotten a little bit more quiet. Yeah. Um, especially after getting arrested recently, um, for the same for the same thing. Um He's like, Oh shit, they taking it serious. But I think for him, it's uh, having a gag order is a blessing, um, because for Megan it seems to be a curse. It yeah. does not seem to sometimes be helping. Peop- I was gonna say sometimes people shoot themselves in the foot by being able yeah. to talk yeah. too much. We've been know? very vocal on this podcast of who we believe for the most part. Yeah, you guys are definitely Team Tory. I feel what? like I feel like you guys are Team Tory. I'm we, not, he is. There's recorded proof I that am, we said that I am <laughs> Team. Middle, I, I'm Norm. I stay in the middle. Mm-hmm. I, I say this could have happened and this could have happened. Yeah. Well, we, one but, thing for sure we know that happened is that she did get shot. You yeah. know what That's I mean? one like, thing that cannot be refuted. That, like, the woman was shot there is proof. or shot at, and regardless of what happened, she's the victim. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, everything regardless else of what is happened. just like so messy at this yeah. like point. Like we don't know what story is true that led up to that event, you know? That's my problem with it is these interviews and these Instagram lives that she's giving because also you got to take into account the amount of time that's passed. Everything's not going to be as sharp and fresh in the mind, I don't think, after two years. um, there. uh, So she did the interview and people pointed out that there was a reading of the transcripts and you can download the transcripts online. Mm-hmm. And so I went and listened to a young lady read the entire transcripts mm-hmm. of the uh, Tory's lawyer and the detective on the case. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of alarming inconsistencies yep. in the story. A lot of things that were left out or omitted. And I think that I can understand cutting a story a little short. I mean, a story a little short mm-hmm. to just get to the point of what happened. But I think that in a case like this, where you're coming online multiple times 
and then doing interviews and saying what happened, you need to tell the full story. Full truth and nothing but the truth. So when we first heard about this, it was... That shit will come back around and the inconsistencies won't match. Yeah, and, and, and right. even if you are telling the truth in some instances, the other stuff makes it look less plausible and hurts your credibility, which is what I would hate for her to, to do, doing all this stuff in public, what and then they bring it up in court. Be used against you in a court of law. Exactly, because all he needs is reasonable doubt, right? So we were never told, like, a lot of things. Mm -hmm. We weren't told that um, they were kicked out of the party mm. and that they weren't, she just wanted to leave, mm -hmm. and Tori didn't want Because that's what we were told originally, that... She wanted to leave. Tori didn't want to leave. Mm -hmm. And that's how the argument started. And everybody's like, that's why he shot you? Because he wanted to leave a party? And yada, yada, yada. Allegedly, there was an argument. Well, not allegedly. This is what the, she told detectives. That there was an argument at the party. She leaves, takes her stuff out of EJ. I don't know who EJ is. I guess somebody on her team. Took her stuff out of his car, put it into Tori's driver's car. Mm -hmm. And told Tori's driver to drive them to the house and come back and get Tori. Mm -hmm. They leave. They go to the house. She tell, she changes her mind, tells them to turn back, and comes back to the house now. Mm -hmm. Goes back into the house to tell Tori she's ready to go. And he still doesn't want to leave. Then the security allegedly goes in and gets Tori, and he comes out, and he's pissed or whatever. Mm -hmm. At some point, driving home, Meg gets frustrated and leaves the car and sits at a bus stop. And Tori somehow convinces her to get back in. Mm -hmm. um, they get down to where the shooting happened. And now, I, for the first time, <laughs> I'm hearing, there are eyewitnesses. There are ring doorbells that caught it on camera. There mm -hmm. are ear witnesses that were listening to the entire thing. Because it was really loud in a residential area. It's very late at night. It's 4 o'clock in the morning. And the eyewitness sure be up sitting at my window watching. <laughs> the eyewitness came out to his balcony, looked and saw the whole thing happen. Mm -hmm. And so he said that a young lady walked out of the uh, out of the passage no, out of the rear driver's side, mm -hmm. walked around to the front and started fighting the girl in the front seat, who is Megan. So that means Kelsey came out of the car and started fighting Megan. Mm. Never heard of this fight once mm -hmm. in any of her videos. I went and looked back because I'm like, yo, I don't want to, I don't want to call this girl a liar, bro. I got to go back and look at all these videos. I watched the Instagram live where she came in the jewelry and it was Tori's birthday and she's like, this nigga shot me and all this stuff. And then I watched the video where she got super irritated because now the internet is trying to drag her and call her a liar and mm -hmm. this that and the third and she got really pissed you remember that night she put on her hoodie and she's like this is what happened blah 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 and so even in those two lives are two different stories mm -hmm. one story kelsey came to the hospital with her the other live she says that those three motherfuckers went to jail mm. the detective says that kelsey was with her at the hospital mm-hmm Tori apparently called Kelsey while Kelsey was at the hospital. Mm -hmm. So there's no way she could have been at jail at any point, in jail or at jail in a, at any point. Mm -hmm. And it's just, there's just so much. <laughs> they're, they're, these are two best friends, by the way, of seven yeah. years that no longer speak to each other after that night. If this is somebody that was helping you rush to your aid when you were mm -hmm. shot, 
helped you back into the car, got you to the hospital, and was there with you. Mm-mm. Why are two people not talking that are seven years deep? This is well, your the, assistant. The eyewitness said that they were fighting. Exactly. Mm. But Meg said that the fight was between them two. And she was frustrated with the fight going on between them two. Uh-oh. When really, she told the detective that the fight was between her, Kelsey, and Tori. Mm. And... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. She told the detective that there was a sexual relationship. She says in Gail's interview, there's no sexual relationship. Mm. It's like these little things. And I do understand she also was... It fearful at the time. She said she didn't want to get everybody in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't want to get people shot. But this mm-hmm. is like, we're talking days after the incident. She's in the detective's office. This guy just got the case two days later. Mm-hmm. And he's asking her questions now. She has all the opportunity to tell the truth. And yet, this is the version of her story doesn't match with what she's saying to the public. So I think, it, if anything, that's what's the the defense can use against her mm-hmm. which if she's telling the truth it doesn't even matter anymore because now you've put out so many different versions of the story to the public mm-hmm. you said you got shot in both your feet there's shrapnel fragments actually in both of her feet people said it was glass and that she was lying there there's medical paperwork that says there are bullet fragments in her feet mm-hmm. um Nobody can find the bullet fragments that are that were taken out because they're still in there. No, there they, apparently there was taken there was fragments that were taken out. There are and still some no, in her. There's, apparently, there's still yeah. some in her, but there there was no point in taking it out. I guess it would it would heal fine, but the ones that they took out, there's they no nobody it. can find it. So somebody buried the evidence. <laughs> I don't know, but the the police are moving where too like. How do you not? How do you interview Meg Thee Stallion July sixteenth, mm-hmm. and then not again until November? Yeah, like it doesn't make any sense. The eyewitness dude only spoke to him on the phone. Never spoke to him in person. Mm. Never followed up. That's weird. This is an eyewitness. Come on, man. <laughs> First forty-eight, bro. This is a this is <laughs> an eyewitness, and the eyewitness said to Everybody the defense. The eyewitness said to the defense that when they spoke to the detective, it didn't sound like he cared about anything that he was saying. Mm. Sounds about right. So it's that like, be, right? yeah, so now you have police just not doing their job properly, which would lead to this truth coming out a lot easier. Crime in, crime 
I don't mm-hmm. doubt crime is in LA is crazy, but this is a big deal, man. Like, this is not something you tippy toe around. It's a high profile case that's going to reflect back on your office. It's it's <laughs> it's wild. The fact that she said, "Go ahead." I was going to say, do you think it has to do with um, the fact that she wasn't really saying anything initially? That's why it took them a long time to get them back in to interview. No, she said stuff. She said stuff when police arrived. She told them a version of the story. And then days later when she went to the detective, there's a video interview mm-hmm. with her saying this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. It's just a different story. It's such a hard situation because you have to also take in that they were all under the influence. And you really don't know how people are under the influence. Like, there's people who legitimately don't remember shit if they have some alcohol. You know what I mean? And so it's like that plus your emotions plus being a public figure. It's not like you're just some regular diggler, smuggler people. Like, a lot of people's lives are going to publicly and or in a major way be impacted by this you know what i mean and so it's just so many different things that come down to it and i'm not really surprised that there's so many inconsistencies and that there's hasn't been any straight answers because i don't know the scary part like think about what would i do in that situation if i'm trying to protect people yeah, that at one point I like cared about mm-hmm. or whatever, yep. and but I'm also trying to protect my public like image. Who would you protect more though? The person you have seven years deep with, or this nigga that you just met? No, but she could <laughs> like I, I don't know like maybe she was just trying to protect everybody. Yeah, I, feel, I would try. I feel to, like she was for I sure. I personally initially. tried to protect myself over everybody. You know, I feel like at first she definitely was trying to protect everyone because especially you got to think about at that time what the public outcry and the mm-hmm. outrage was. It was George Floyd time. Yeah, absolutely. Things were very high tension, high stress with between black people and the police. So I, I completely mm-hmm. understood when she said, I didn't want to get anybody shot. The fuck? Mm-hmm. And I understand telling, I've seen people tell a police, a fabricated story before just to protect everyone. So I, I completely understand that. My issue is, Everybody else that's around it, even people that have publicly shamed Tori, mm-hmm. seem to have a version of the same story of what they heard went down. Because apparently the industry knows what happened. Mm-hmm. And the industry knows how deep relationships were and what happened with this and that. The, Megan's on camera mm-hmm. saying that Kelsey said, this is not the first time you backdoored me with a nigga. She's in a video interview saying that, and yet says there's no sexual relationship or relationship with Tori. Mm-hmm. When you said otherwise <laughs> to the detectives, so it's and it. it so it's what crazy. if it wasn't a sexual relationship, but just something that she tried to be like, you don't want her because she's not X, Y, and Z. You know those ones? Like you you, I feel like you could backdoor somebody without like stealing them for sexual reasons. Like you could be like. I don't know, like, this girl has done this with that guy. Like, she she could have been, like, ho-shaving her. She could have been, like, you know, well, and just try to, like, mm. make Tori not interested in Kelsey the way that they might have been. I listened to Kelsey's diss song today. <laughs> oh, God. Because I, I wondered the same thing. Yeah. 
and Kelsey is, is, is she rap? Kel- apparently, I don't I don't know where it came from, but she right. made so a diss song. Did it for the she song. made a diss song on who shot you. Do you guys want to like actually hear it? I, I heard hear it before when it originally came out. You I heard it? Remember? Yeah, I don't yeah, remember it's... what it was saying. Yeah, yeah. Who I'm taking shots at? Bitch, I'm busting you. I'm talking to that same bitch that crashed that boat. I'm 42. Huh. It's a shame we're here today. Truth be told, it's cause of you. Couldn't control your little feelings. Look what dick is costing you. It was all good, yeah. About a week ago. About Shout out Bobby's murder, but this bitch is really too. If I was the one with the gun, you would have heard about a murder. Said her back was turned, but that girl know who really hurt her. Never been a jealous friend, and the people really know it. If you would have kept it solid, then I would have been told it. See, I really thought I knew you thought that you would keep it G. on who shot you is just distasteful who <laughs> <laughs> shot you and freaking uh the the tory lane sample joint? that comes in jokes on you i'm like i sure really orchestrated and structured this this track mm-hmm. um but yeah she's very she clear long and hard about it yeah, yeah. yeah. it's very clear she's saying you know you're sucking dick behind my back yeah but things of that nature oh people lie i'm t- who is? That's the point. That's the point. That's why I'm like, I Who can't. Like, there's so many different things. Like, she couldn't have not, like, I don't know, yo. Kelsey could just be pissed off and be like, nah, I'm going to say you've been sucking dick. Like, and it's not the case because the sto- she's just mad. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, the industry story The stupid. industry story goes that um, Meg was at Kylie's party. Meg invites Tori. Mm-hmm. Meg gets way too drunk. They're arguing. Mm-hmm. Ke- Kylie says, none of this. You guys have to leave. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, I Meg remember leaves, them there that day. Meg leaves with Kelsey without Tori, comes back, gets Tori. Apparently, on the way to the house, Meg is kicking the window at one point because she doesn't want to be in the car anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and they stop the car. She gets out, gets to the bus stop. Tori w- tells her to come back in the car, mm-hmm. talks her back into it. They get back in the whip. They go, the whole argument's about the fact that Meg is having a relationship with Tori behind Kelsey's back, even though mm-hmm. Kelsey and Tori are very, I guess, open that they're dealing with each other. Mm-hmm. The argument escalates into you've done this before, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then that's when everything went down. They ended up getting into a fist fight. Um, mm. And yeah. So it's like, even just the shooting part, 
Like there's so many. I I don't blame people stupid in the extra. public for being suspicious. Yeah. I will not side with the niggas who are just calling her a snitch or a liar mm-hmm. or any of these things. But I understand why it's suspicious. Like, there's too mm-hmm. many things that will make you go, wh- how? Like, how are you, first of all, 25 feet away, mm-hmm. in the dark, drunk, and your back turned, but you saw Tori shoot you? Like, little things like that will make people go, how? All you got to do is fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're going to come out publicly and say these things, say the full thing. Like, you can't leave anything up for speculation. Also, that's pretty good aim if you're shooting from 25 feet away and shooting multiple bullets at somebody's feet and not actually shooting their leg. Like, from 25 feet away, that like I can understand if you're up close and personal, a couple of dance, motherfucker, boom. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I've never shot but a gun. But 25 so feet idea. away... Yeah, it's but hard it's, to yeah. aim perfectly in the dark, drunk in the dark and trunk from outside of a window. You know what I'm saying? But so did, I, I won't speak to that because I don't know. Did he actually hit her with the bullet, or was it just the fragments that exploded? That's what I'm you saying. Know? It's the fragments. But if it's the fragments, it has to be close enough to the floor for the the for the fragments to ricochet and hit the back of your foot. I'll say this: the eyewitness right? and the ear witnesses said they never heard anyone say "dance, bitch." They heard. They said they heard the argument. They said they they saw the fight. They said they heard the gun go off, and they did not hear anybody say dance, bitch. Dance At the bitch. same token, allegedly he ran up to her, and Kelsey ran up to her to try and help her, and he, he apparently said, you can't, you, yo, you, you can't say anything. I'm on probation. Don't get me caught up. And the mm. detective's like, from what we could tell, he was not on probation. Mm. So why would he even say that? It's just too much, man. Honestly, I'm just ready for the trial to happen. But isn't he on probation? Because that's why he's he went back to jail. Now he's on probation. This is after the incident. That's because of because of the incident. Ah, I see. I see. Um. So yeah, then the then the actual shooting stuff. Like, she came on live on Tori's birthday and said, "There's no damage. Thank God, I didn't Mm -hmm. hit a bone or a tendon. Like I'm good." She tells the detective and in the medical statement. There's nerve damage, and she has trouble walking in certain shoes. Mm. Like it's little things like that, man. Little things like that. Maybe she just, I don't know, I just feel like I'm capping. But, like, I just see, like, okay, maybe she means it's not in, I don't need major surgery, or I don't need, Maybe like, she meant that. I feel like she was just, I, I personally, from what I've seen, she gets drunk, and she's very open about mm-hmm. her her funness when she's drunk. I've seen countless yeah. videos where she's just smashed, like yeah, absolutely. gone more I'm, than most. Like I mean, gone. I don't celebrities. I'm sure they all get fucking totaled, like mm-hmm. wasted. Mm-hmm. But you don't usually see it. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't usually see it happening in the public. Like in, in the public. Much. But is she sloppy? With I've it? seen it with Trey Songs. The Trey mm-hmm. Songs video. We've seen it with the G Easy video. We've seen it just recently. She made a video where she was at a karaoke with Jasmine Sullivan and some other girls. Smash. Just completely it's gone. Like it's her, it's, at this point, it's her brand to be super drunk. You know? I feel like, well, and she it, said that she's dealing with the things with her parents still. No, but I've always said from time mm-hmm. that, like, the way she drinks is just not good. 
Like, she doesn't drink to, like, oh, let me have, like, a good time. Let Buzz, me get yeah. to this place where I'm, like, having a good time. She gets she gets drunk to the place where she wants everything, like, erased. Like, any type of emotion, thoughts mm. taken out of her. That's my thing. Mm. And it's not good. And I've been saying, like, yep. she needs therapy opposed to run into the bottle. Or running, even even in this situation, remember she was twerking a week later on a yacht, Mm -hmm. and it's like she's constantly trying. It seems, at least, because I don't know her, Mm -hmm. it seems from the outside in that she's trying to escape constantly. No, it is. It it, it's an escapism for sure. And like even that thing with uh, her boyfriend party. Remember um, how they were in the hotel and there was a video of him like breaking, like down the bathroom door or whatever. And he's like yelling at her and it was on Instagram live or something like that. And all his, all her fans thought that he was trying to like abuse her and shit. And she was just like, no, but even still, like that was a time where things were super rocky with her, with every, like not this Tory shit, but I don't think it was with this Tory shit, but like with her, the deaths and shit like that. And apparently they were saying that she was in the bathroom trying to do, like, lines of cocaine or some shit like that. And he was, like, banging on the door, like, making I'm not fucking joking with you open the shit yeah. or whatever the case may be. But I'm like, you're like, that's a situation that you don't need to be in. And her you know team I mean? needs to do better because we shouldn't be seeing all of this. It's always right, on right. Instagram Live. Like, that's how she essentially built up her following, was being on Instagram Live. I did live not know that. And showing her ass, like, you know, twerking yeah. and, like, driving the boat with all these girls and, like, I remember touching those, yeah. all. Like, I thought those were just Insta stories. I didn't realize she was on Live doing No, like, Megan would be on Live all the time. Because, like, yes. I'd follow her and I'd be like, because she does, like, She's entertaining when yeah. you watch it. You know what I mean? They're always doing something. Um, and Kinda she's like, like funny Lennox? and stuff like that. Like but how Ari Lennox goes on live? Like No, but she'll go on live with her friends. And okay. they're just like always drunk, you mm. know? They're in hotels, just always drunk doing shit. So like that's, that's something that can get her caught up too. Because we see her always intoxicated on these lives. And I, like from... For me, I just know that I've been there plenty of times where I try to escape shit yeah, that yeah, we all I'm have. going through. And I'll be like, all right, let me drink, you know, until I don't remember, until the next day type vibes. Yeah, yeah. But um, I just know it's not healthy. And then especially with everything that goes on, like, my shit is little shit compared to the shit that she's <laughs> going through. Yeah, and losing like, a mom, oh, too. Like, her mom was, her to mom, her, was her like grandma, a guardian her, angel. Like, like, fucking dad, she don't got, like, she don't have anybody. And one of the toughest I mean? times of her life, too, because she's still in school. She still has the pressure of this album that she had to drop. The mm-hmm. album wasn't out yet. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking forward to the album. She still got to finish school. Now mm-hmm. you got all this shit to deal with on top of it. It's like it's it's high stress, and I do understand, you know, seeing people talk down on your name for so long, and you can only take so much yeah. until you like. I, I need to tell my story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just wish she would tell the entire story mm-hmm. so that people do not just tell miss- the entire story so it's like out there, and yeah. that's that. You know? And if you were drunk, just say you were yeah. drunk. Honestly, no one's shit. gonna be mad at you. For being drunk, like because at the end of the day, like she did get shot and she didn't need to get shot. Exactly, so unnecessary the shooting. So there's no like, way we can look at you as a bad person or not. Like 
You're not the bad you're person still, in this. <laughs> you're still hurt. You still were a victim. Yeah. You're just like making people. And I guess maybe that that's what frustrates her the most too. Because there's people who will blatantly be like, nah, you didn't get shot. And it's like, bro, my nigga. Like, well, that was because you know of I mean? just like, too many people are, will listen to somebody with a YouTube account or a, mm-hmm. a check mark. And they, that like person says it. Now all of a sudden it's it. Shit. You ever and, seen people yeah. be like, oh. Why is everyone mad at blah, 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 blah? And no one can find the source. Like the real reason, of, yeah. <laughs> of but the outrage. I guess, like, I would assume that gets annoying. Like, you know, yeah, you wake up yeah. and have everybody trying to say that this traumatic shit didn't happen to you when it's, like, blatantly <laughs> right there. Yeah. Like, yeah. you look at your foot and you see the you feel it or yeah. scabs or whatever it is. Like, that's fucked up. But I don't know. I just wish that she could handle everything that goes on in her life a lot better because... Like I wish her team could, because that's her team's job. To me personally, it is. I should be monitoring your social media use. No, while you're inebriated, it's also a personal thing. Like she needs to. Oh yeah. Like you, you can have the best team. Like Mac Miller, Mm -hmm. like you can still die from alcoholism. You know what I mean? Like she can go off the like deep end in alcohol and whatever. Like Mac. He had people trying to tell him, like, yo, you can't do this, like, whatever. But he didn't want, he didn't see himself in a certain light. He didn't want to get help. He might have wanted to, but he didn't want to put the work in, you know? Like, he didn't do anything to actually make himself get out of that situation. He just kept going with it. Well, other than music, probably, I guess. Yeah, but it's like, like, your team... This is for anybody who they goes through depression so or anxiety or whatever the case may be. Like, you can have family and friends and everybody who's going to be there for you. And they're going to try to do their best in lifting you up. But at mm. the end of the day, if you as a person aren't willing to do the work that you need to do to get yeah. you out that dark hole, then what their efforts are useless. Futile, yep. Look at that the TikTok the other day where the girl was dancing and doing a tiktok dance and like mm-hmm. you never the caption said you never know what people are going through she committed suicide 12 hours later and this girl's like dancing smiling up like you would never think Absolutely. that she's going through something Social that media traumatic. Is such a, like facade like such there's a facade. so many people who are doing it just to you know look a certain way absolutely or get through that pain mm-hmm. like that that might be their coping mechanism see that instead too. of alcohol <laughs> and drugs is like okay i'm gonna post this video or picture of me being happy in it and that's gonna make me feel good for that moment like yeah. the lights are gonna come in the comments are gonna come in i was like, just saying then the comments hit and then boom it's instant it, gratification either instant gratification or instant ridicule and then you're just like oh fuck that yeah. too yeah that or it just like wears off like you know the likes and comments don't come in forever on like a post like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it phases and then or maybe you don't get the as amount that you want and then everything comes back but once again i'm going back to my dream theory <laughs> that the gun dropped <laughs> and just pow, pow, pow. <laughs> just shot wherever yeah and nobody actually shot it because like shit, that could happen too. Like th- that's my thing. Is like allegedly there was an there was a struggle in the car for the gun at some point. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, I don't know if that's true or not. But let's say that happened and the gun dropped and it's she's her her back's turned and the last person she argued with was Tori. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you think Tori just shot me? <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Sure. Like it, it. There's so many variables to this mm. 
case. It's very interesting. I've seen I plenty really of like criminal like... minds and shit where like they die by the person dies by accident. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or, or, you, know, those, you always picture those moments where somebody's like, there's an argument, and you're the one guy that can stop it because you have a gun. You want to shoot it into the air, like, hey, stop! And Stop. then it like goes up, and comes down, comes and comes down. You get hit with the, you know, on mm. the come down, or something like really shameless. shoots down. And the only problem is, know? is that the eyewitness says that the gun flash came from inside the car, mm. and that the gun flash was closer to the non-victim woman in the car, and not Tori. So, take mm. from that what you will. Mm. Who knows, man? We'll see. Trial, I think, is in September, at some point, or. October, sometime in the fall. And they can't, they don't have access to this footage? The, the, uh, well, I'm sure that'll be used it'll in the court. It's not going to be, it's not going to be public right now. But unless TMZ somehow yeah. finds someone. But each side is allowed to look at the, at the. They uh, have to. Right? They have to, yeah. Because you have to, to show the defense examine. your, your you have to prosecution. Mm -hmm. Defense has to show their stuff. It's, it's, you can't, because if you had, if you bring anything into court that wasn't submitted into evidence prior. It's inadmissible. It, they yeah. won't even use it. Because um, you have to give time for both. God, I've watched a lot of suits. That's crazy that I <laughs> said inadmissible. Yeah. Did you hear me? Mm -hmm. That was a lot of bass. Very confident. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I think the confidence comes from the fucking rappers. Yeah. Let's go! Three and one has been done. Oh, man. <laughs> three they, and two has been done. When they got to three and one, I was like, oh, doc. Doc, uh -oh. <laughs> Doc, again, you may be the first, bro. Doc has thirty-one losses in a closeout game. Do you know how nasty that is? How filthy your team is on the brink of eliminating this team, and you've lost thirty-one times. Damn, thirty-one. The Raptors are just cooking these fucking waist suits right now. <laughs> it's he, fucking he, amazing. He was the only one to lose down three to one mm. multiple times, right? Like, he yeah, three times yeah. he lost. Yep. Yep, a three to one lead. Yep, two different teams, Clips and Boston. Yep, it's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be beautiful. Oh. Three two. We've got all the momentum. Now we're back in the six. You fucking beans. And um, we're gonna have the the home resurgence on our side. Hopefully, hope. I mm. mean, actually, I don't hope. I kind of wish. I hope Freddie sits out for the whole series, and we make it pass without yeah. him. And he's healed Ma up in a hundred percent for the second round because Maxi was killing him, bro. His knee, was his poor his knee, and now he's got a hip strain, which I would assume is because of the knee. It's like it's just too much. He needs to he heal. He needs to rest up. He's lifted. He's carried too much weight through the the um, regular season. Like he's mm -hmm. dropping 30, 40 point bombs on us, and um, he's had to fill in that Lowry role. Which is not easy. It's big shoes to fill. Um, so yeah, I hope he gets the rest. I'm I'm fucking so happy that Scotty is Jamaican. Rookie of the year. We would never be able to feed anyone else yam and say go out there because his he's acting like that ankle is not even hurt. Like he's he's only limping. I see when he comes off the court. Yeah. Which I'm like, I kind of get it when you play sports. If you had an injury. Sometimes you could play through that bitch and you don't feel it when you're on the court and but you get off. The second nigga. that you're you're like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that adrenaline wears off and your focus is now on your injury, it hurts. So I commend him for doing what Ben Simmons cannot. Ah. Um, <laughs> 
Jamaican roti. The, the Jamaican roti of the year. Um, our second Jamaican roti of the year. Uh, first one was Patrick Ewing, I think. Yes. I think Patrick Ewing was yeah. a rookie of the year. Yeah. Um, so that's a it's a good little, you know, Jamaican camaraderie. I hope, yo, Patrick should come to the game. Patrick should have gave it to him. <laughs> I mean, I, I rate Vince Carter you know, on the Zoom call and all that shit, which was kind of cool. Not going to lie. That was kind of cool. Um, he's seen his face as soon as he sees Vince. He's like, you niggas, yeah. what, what you up to? <laughs> um, so geeked. Yeah, no, it's, it's not looking good, especially for Joel Embiid, whose thumb is... It, they said it literally can't get worse. Yeah, <laughs> that Damn. is crazy. That's the worst. They're like, we don't even. There's nothing we can do until the off season. It can't get any worse. So Did that's he the tear good ligaments. News. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, he tore that, all the ligaments. Yeah, so that's <laughs> the worst because it's like when you break something, you can like, or he, even fracture it, whatever. Mm. It can heal a lot better Naturally. with ligaments. Yeah. It's yeah. just like so much worse. You need surgery. Like even yeah. when I that's like I tore my ligaments in my my. <laughs> My I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> Your kids are gonna. <laughs> I can't wait to piss off my kids. His kids are gonna be oh. so dad. Oh my god. <laughs> um, when I tore the ligament to my ankle, they were like, "We would have rather you just break it." Like, yeah, yeah. sprains are worse. Tear- torn ligaments are worse. Yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. snap it off. Um, but yeah, it's definitely affecting him. Um, I'm gonna need the Raptors to continue swiping at that motherfucking ball. Yes, keep yes. swiping at that ball, baby. I feel oh. no inches of sorry for him at all. I just want to see him cry again. Oh, it'd be beautiful. Oh, I just want to that'd see be beautiful. I jerk off with the tears. Um, <laughs> he wow. is uh, complaining about the refs got fined. Oh, yeah, but told us to stop bitching about, about the refs. <laughs> but Nick Nurse didn't get fined, so that's kind of I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, I mean, we kept the same energy from game one till now. We've been doing fine. We weren't as hard on him because of everyone getting into foul trouble yeah. in games one and two. But yo, man, we've been consistently fucking hard nosed defense from yep. game one. So refs realize Scotty being back is we, the big difference. Honestly, yeah, Scotty, yeah. if Scotty doesn't fall in game one, we might have won the game. It, it might have been a sweep. I'm be honest with you guys. It might have been a sweep. Because real realistically, we're killing it. It should be three to us. us. The buzzer beater was a fucking fluke, Biggest hail move. mary prayer, and that's one shot that changes the entire series. So, I was I'm not too worried about these next two games. Um, we're facing Philly, so it's supposed to go seven games. It's just what it is, guys. We we can't fight that. Yeah. This, is, this is the tiebreaker. It's tie written in the book. It's <laughs> what we have. It's There's like always one it. buzzer beater per series, so that's done and over with. The rest of the games will be blowouts by whoever wins. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get another close game like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but game seven in Philly will be very, very interesting. James Harden, if that nigga don't show up, they are done for because we figured ah. out Maxi. Yeah, we yeah. figured out Maxi. Nick Nurse run. drew up the scream, scheme for that nigga. Yeah. Now we figured out Joel at the end of this game, the second half. They were bringing Joel Embiid to the top of the three point line and just blowing past him. Don't let Nick Nurse find out anything more, man. That man is a savage. Classy, bougie. I was going to say, ratchet. I'm a savage. <laughs> perfect segue out. It's a perfect one. Um, Norm has got to go. I got to go, y'all. I love y'all. Uh, Comedy, comedy calls. That's what pays me, so I got to go. But uh, thank y'all. Have a good show. I miss y'all. 
I thought the gay porn paid you, but right, uh, no, that's my second job. Oh. Got you. Ah, the number two job. I get it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, um, I, w- I was going to tell you, though, that um, remember one day we talked on the podcast after Marlon left, we talked about me having a cyst and like how oh, it yeah. popped and shit. <laughs> the cyst. Yes. It came back, right? <gasps> but now that it's infected again and it's gonna pop oh whenever recorded <laughs> this guy's sick <laughs> but i get it you know what happened Please. the other day i watched dr pimple popper and i completely understand now <laughs> oh it's good stuff it and they fucking oh, uh, they push that bitch out oh my god so this, the thing is, is i'm not gonna purpose like out? i can't purposely pop it it's just gotta pop on its own natural but pop like, yeah natural like, pop Today I went and I touched my back and you can feel like <laughs> just the blood and the pus right there, like, just ready to pop. Squishy, I just, love it. Just yeah. ready to fucking pop. Get ready to pop. Sick and tired of hearing all these people talking. What's the deal with this pop life? Dirty pop. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dirtiest pop. Okay, get up here. Great band. Beautiful gowns. Um, speaking of NSYNC, this is probably a perfect segue, actually. Where does, what is black culture? <laughs> What is black culture really? I say that to say this. I saw a video today mm-hmm. of two young white ladies um, rapping to Lil Baby, mm. right? And they they knew the words. Like, yeah. they knew the words. They felt the words. Mm-hmm. They even acted out the words. Mm. Um, and to me, it's like, I grew up in the 90s, so I've seen, like, when white people did not know the words. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't care about the words. We're afraid yeah. of the words. Yeah. And now I see, you know, they're all indulged in, in hip-hop cultures, broadened black culture. Mm-hmm. My thing is, at what point does it stop being black culture and it starts just being, this is the world? And I guess when we start, we stop, like, I guess when the world starts to accept that black culture is actually pop culture i think they have it's popular culture i think they have though Mm, because we still go to award shows and they're like you're not pop well they're not giving us the public like they're not saying coming out and saying yo it's that but we can all see that it's that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like white people braiding their hair wearing do-rags all types of shit like we can just see that it's that even country music they're rapping now yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's like and you have the who's the biggest country singer? Isn't that isn't that black guy Kane Brown? I don't think he's the biggest. He's like the Drake of he's like the Drake of country music right now. I he's, don't know if he's, he's oh, oh the young it. one, the yeah, young yeah, guy yeah, Kane. Yeah. Is it? Look at him up. It's I was Kane thinking about something. a different guy. It's Kane something. Niggas selling out ACC. Mm-hmm. Kane Brown, right? He's like the Drake of this shit right now. Yeah. I think that like, mm, I would black say maybe in one it. more generation, mm-hmm. like not our kids, but the ones after that, maybe mm-hmm. our grandkids, 
I think at that point you might have to stop calling it black culture because I feel like it's kind of like COVID. Like we reach herd immunity. <laughs> like niggas, so many niggas got the vaccine. It's like, oh, we're good. Mm-hmm. I feel like so many people are indulged in black culture that a white kid will see another white kid who's indulged in black culture want to be like that white kid and that white kid teaches in black culture without him knowing it's black, black culture. culture. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so as certain, it's like either we gatekeep or not. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the two. And that outrage will, I don't, I'm wondering if the outrage will disappear. I feel in, like the outrage will kill us. <laughs> okay. It will add more stress to us. Okay. For no reason. Because at this point it's like, what can you do? It goes <laughs> hand in hand. Like black people just make shit cool. Black people just make shit popular. Which black we know. people just whatever. And it's like, I guess if we keep having to fight that black people are it, mm-hmm. like we're just going to add, add it more stress. It's like, we kind of just got to swallow the pill. Like, thank you. But at the same time, like, but I also get why people try to fight it because it's like, yo, just, Give us our respect, you know. Stop treating us like we are at the bottom of the barrel. I understand when that. we are the ones who built the barrel, brought the barrel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Taught you guys it, about like, barrels. Like, Showed you how to spell it. barrel, nigga. Yeah, yeah no. I I get that. It's just that, like, for me, okay. For example, I've acknowledged how cool it is to say nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga is a beautiful word. <laughs> uh, aside from the history, the 400 years of bullshit, what a word. Like, mm-hmm. you can use it like fuck. You know what I mean? Nigga. Where it's like, nigga. There's so many nigga, different what? variations. <laughs> it rolls off the tongue lightly. It's got a good beat. When you're talking about comedy, you can throw it in there and zhuzh up a sentence if you're black. People do it in music everywhere, mm-hmm. right? So I can understand why white people are like, ah, why can't I say that? (laughs) You know what I mean? They don't have a good one. Because they don't have a nigga. Cracker. Cracker. Um, Cracker, yeah. Cracker's wildly (laughs) trash. (laughs) Honky. Do they have, I feel like a lot of of white people say cunt. Cunt is their, the closest thing you'll get to N-word in white community. Cunt. White woman, you call a white woman a cunt? My God. She'll yeah. probably Emma till you. <laughs> It'll be bad. She'll definitely flip the switch. Yeah. Karen. It's like, for example, there are there are white Jamaicans amongst us in, in, in Toronto. Mm-hmm. They're not Jamaican, but they think they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, every, a white person ever comes to you, yo, what? Gone. Mm-hmm. It's very uncomfortable for me. <laughs> but I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, at some point, you have to acknowledge that your culture is so cool. It's the shit. And it's the shit. And you think it's the shit. You know mm-hmm. it's the shit and you love it. Why don't you think other people are going to think it? Mm-hmm. If anything, it should, it should almost be a compliment at the fact that people want to use it and still don't want to give you your props. Yeah, you somebody ever done that to you on like a very low scale, but you're like, man, I know I did. I know I oh, did. Oh yeah, for that. sure. There's a like satisfaction for me. My friend stole me. my tattoo. She literally put like a different number. Oh, that's wild. In the exact same spot. Oh, that's super wild. That's worse than clothes. That's wild. I'm like, that's bro, permanent. You couldn't get that a little bit more creative with that shit, like. 
fucking put it on your thigh or something. If you're gonna steal tattoos as a woman, you gotta steal the stars or butterflies like, or some bro, shit, something generic. Put a Roman numeral number on the exact same mm. shoulder that mm. I have it on. Not gonna lie, I she want just added angel. one more. She just added one more line, like switch the, the the line from here to there. Added one more, and that's it. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm like, damn. Y'all girl. still talk? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just making sure. But I I will say that I was very salty. We went to Miami one time together. Oh no! And like I Those had were like, bikinis. No, 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 no. But she had like a tank top on, and like I had like a t shirt on, so you couldn't see mine. And I remember we were sitting at this table and these guys came and they're nice popping tattoo. it up. And they're like, yeah, your tattoo's so nice. Like, what's the inspiration behind it? Like, what does it mean? Why you put it yes. there? And I'm just sitting there like. Yes. This is black people when they then, see white people getting praised for durags. This yes. is it. And then this one guy like that was like talking to me. He was just like, what? And I'm like. This bitch literally like copied my tattoo oh to like gosh. the T. Like it's probably the same size as my shit. Like <laughs> you snitched her out. Oh no! And I was like, she's sitting here. No, who, she's bright though for not bringing it up. Like, she's bright for not and like I'm sitting bringing right it up. Beside yeah, you. no, that's wild. That's wild. That's wild. No, that you had to bring it up still. Oh. I'd blow up your spot too. <laughs> I think you're fucking bright. <laughs> you're a liar. It came from me. Oh my gosh. How dare she? That's what she said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was the situation. <laughs> would you get married for $500? No. The fuck? <laughs> Why not? It's about what? love. No. Why are women liars? Why am I going to get married Why for are women $500? It's about love. Oh, not getting and not give you five hundred dollars to marry me. What the heck? You get more from immigrants. (laughs) I thought you were saying like somebody's gonna pay you five hundred dollars to go get married now. Like no, no, nigga, like that's fucking crazy. (laughs) My love don't cost a thing, thing, thing. Like marriage ain't even worth it. No, but I mean, I mean a marriage. No, no, no. Wedding. I saw that that Mm. the girl she planned her wedding and I said she was like I ain't going into debt for this shit bought her dress off of Shein um had her family and like her close friends contribute to buying the cake and you know doing a couple of things they instead of renting a place where they could actually have the wedding they just told everybody to pull up to the uh when you're driving on the freeway you know and you have those little sections on the side you tell them to pull up there and they just set up they didn't even get a permit nothing sick they just set up the chairs and the little area like the thing where they say their vows at and yeah and nobody had a backyard i guess not but (laughs) It was a beautiful view because it was on the mountain, oh. right? Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was on or the going up the hill, like the Hollywood Hill or some shit. Oh, it's in L.A. too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so then, yeah. where they where they chose that spot, Fire. their view is just like down, like in everything. the valley or whatever. Everything. Like LA's the, super flat. Yeah. So you see everything. Yeah. So you'll get like a beautiful view, and the photos were fire. As That's fuck. crazy. So, so then, who cares? Um, and then they told everybody to pull up to some restaurant where you could have drinks and shit and they told everybody you got to pay for it it was probably like not even 40 people i think it was, they said 30 something people who came it was only I close friends and family i love it and yeah she only paid 500 dollars. i think she had to pay for like the seats the rental seats and like that I little backdrop thing that they had probably maybe had to i don't know i think somebody might have paid for the photographer for her but 
I mean, it looked really beautiful. So shit. At the end of the day, if you had not like, seen an example of that though, and Ezra comes up to you, he's just like, "Yo, I, I don't want to do anything big for this. I think we should keep it." Relatively low. We have, we have a child we have to take care of. Shit, he already has said that shit. <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't know about the story, but he's definitely like, yo, we. Really oh, I'm, I'm a messenger. I'm a DM him. Like I'm a DM him and show him the whole vibe. <laughs> <laughs> but on, like, I I don't care. Like, I would like to be able to celebrate our love, celebrate mm-hmm. our marriage. I would like to have something that is fun for everybody. Yeah. I don't need to spend tens. I'm of surprised you're saying this. I'm shocked you're saying this. I mean, I'm I thought kinda... you'd be heavily against this because you remember when I brought up that Heineken ring <laughs> that the nigga made, and she was like, "Absolutely fucking not." Okay, there's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> How's the difference? There's a difference between a Heineken ring. It's because I did not. I did that not say. <laughs> Listen, sis did not have a five hundred dollar ring. Oh, what's up? what was a ring then? I don't know, but it wasn't five hundred dollars. It was a Heineken ring. <laughs> Stella Artois. Okay. <laughs> I don't want no like, Heineken ring. A little Corona ring. But I could do a DIY wedding. Like I Modelo ring. <laughs> that's what he drinks too. <laughs> he for sure gonna make Perfect. a Modelo ring. A Modelo ring. I'm DMing him all this shit. <laughs> um, no, but I'm definitely down for a DIY wedding. I think I'm creative enough to make that happen. Like my like one of my best friends, she's gone to like did wedding certificate, uh, mm-hmm. wedding planning certificates, and she's planned so many and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we could definitely oh, make yeah. the shit. She can help you cut costs. Would I do it for five hundred? Maybe like a couple of thousand dollars, but yeah. I wouldn't do like ten, twenty, thirty, forty. I could get I think it done. Five thousand like, is reasonable, right? I think five thousand dollars is reasonable. I don't need a million people at my wedding. No. First of all, I don't want. But it's a also going to be hard. It's not gonna be hard for me. It's like I'm <laughs> no. It's so like torn because you're just like you know so many people and you don't want to offend anybody. I don't care. But at the same time, I'm low key okay with having the most intimate. Like I seen this one couple that got they got married and at this point they had two kids and what they did was rent out a place, decked it out with like flowers, candles, mm. like all this pretty shit. Had these like beautiful like outfits that all coordinated, and it was just them and the person that like was. What are they called? The or witness? Uh, no. The oh, person. the pastor. The, the Not priest? the pastor, but the one that you can ordain. Oh, ordain yeah. minister. Yeah. Yeah. That person, and then they hired a bomb ass photographer mm. who and videographer who could capture everything, and it was such an intimate moment between the four of them. Yeah. The, mom dad and the two little kids and it was so beautiful like to me i'm just like okay you have these beautiful moments that you can look at over and over again like i love that shit yeah so i wouldn't be i would be down for that you know what i mean i'd be more than five thousand dollars is so i mean maybe for me i'm just like okay five thousand dollars ain't that much like shit i could do like a couple instagram fucking ads and shit like that yeah i mean host you don't have to go in and then like that five thousand dollars is right there and i can have something that i really love doing it for five hundred dollars i'm like okay i'm not that plus people give you money for the wedding like a yeah, lot of times of gifts, give people are just giving forever. money. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so it's like you're, you're kind of recouping some of that back. You're supposed to pay for your plate mm-hmm. when you have food and shit. Yep. But like, even that, like, I'm sure there's ways to. My mom will cook. cook. Are you guys crazy? Like, make, you can make <laughs> little, you don't even have to have like a full sit down dinner. Like, you could have like little hors d'oeuvres and shit like that. I could Be spend like, a thousand on we're food. We're doing, we're doing like this small 
ass like n- not something that's long and drawn out mm-hmm. if you have something that's like oh it starts at 12 and it doesn't end until so, midnight yeah then yeah you feeding everybody feeding like everyone, you know you're not gonna have everybody locations <laughs> transportation the hotel that's near yeah. the cathedral it's like <clears throat> all I that think stuff it would be is dope so to much. just have like a food truck pull up well, that's what a lot of people do, but they do that on top of the food. I do a lot of they, weddings and yeah. I host a lot of they'll weddings. Do it afterwards. Like yes. they'll have your main course meal yeah. and then afterwards. My friend There's actually, a taco truck outside if you guys want yeah. tacos. Yeah. My friend had like the full dinner and then she had like stacked like racks of pizza. Mm. Um and then there was another wedding that my friend, the one that I was saying, planned where they had McDonald's burgers and Sick. chicken nuggets for like their party snack after. A lot of people do in and out in L.A., especially yeah. in the States in general, actually. God that damn, that bitch creepy. howling. <laughs> Is that hell Some weird? Tim Burton went out there, nigga. Um, um, but, but yeah, like yeah. I think, I don't know, like we don't need to, unless you got it like that, like. Unless you know you clear maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars a year if you're a millionaire and you got that shit, then sure. But And if that's what your wife wants, I mean, it's her day. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's your, it's all our day, but it's her day. So it's mm-hmm. like you got to kind of just cater to what your girl wants. If your girl's not necessarily materialistic, but mm-hmm. like wants it to be overboard because that's what she's always that's dreamed of. That's what her dream is. Then yeah. that's what she just got to do, but it I never sucks. had those <laughs> dreams, but I just want to have like a really good like moments, like memories that yeah. everybody will be like, yo, this is dope. Like My thing is I could see it so many different ways. It's like to be said in one way and this is how it has to be is like odd to me. Like I could see a destination wedding with just a few friends and family. Well, you know, like destination weddings are very selfish for the couple because they don't have to pay like anything. Like a lot of the expenses come from parents sometimes. No, the people who are attending because Mm. they might have a destination wedding and it will cost like $5,000. But then every guest that is going, they each have to pay like, 22 to $2,700 just to have that like vacation. So they're paying almost. I would as definitely much take as... on a hundred on each person's tank <laughs> to pay for mine. <laughs> for real. So they, they're bullets. paying, they're paying almost like the same amount as somebody who's having a destination wedding. Maybe not like an over top. Just including wedding, your like friends in an over the top wedding is selfish in and of itself, personally mm-hmm. to me. Because some, some of these dresses. Um, spa days, bachelorette, uh, the engagement really shower. It can get pricey for friends. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I'm not even getting married, and I've spent over the course of the past year of planning this a thousand five hundred on makeup, dress, friggin' bachelorette party, engagement yeah. shower, bridal shower. There's so much shit that friends have to deal with. Yeah, that it's like. For you to go That's over how you the lose top, friends. To be honest, you can lose. I feel like I've said this to my girl. I'm like, the wedding in a way, what like how you said you don't want to offend some people. Yeah, I feel like in a wet the wedding is in a way choosing your future life. Yeah, who do I want in it? Who's who do I see in it for the long term? These yeah. are the people that I'm investing into my wedding, <laughs> and this and this is who I'm that. moving forward with. Whoever feels away, feels away. Sorry, life is done for you. Yeah. <laughs> I have a new life now, so it's like it's it's little things like those. Like me, 
not a materialistic person in the slightest. I can get married in tech fleece, my nigga. Like, I don't <laughs> care. I know a very, like, rich person. His Like, he plays um, football, but he's also really into, like, investing and stuff. So he's got money. But him and his girl end up getting married in Nike tracksuits and some matching sneakers. Why not? Like, they just pulled it's up. It's about the, love. But it also had to do with, like, the pandemic. You know what I mean? Like, they had been engaged, and they're just like, all right, like, we want to actually get married, and we can't have... So they just did it themselves. They did the matching suits and like the track suits and sneakers mm. because that was their thing and called it a day. And I'm just like, he probably paid the most for their sneakers. <laughs> well, there's <laughs> he a bought thing it too. on resale, but maybe not even because he has a Nike contract. So he probably got those shit for like free. Hey, he's good either way. <laughs> but this is the other thing too is like, you ever seen someone who who's been married before and is getting remarried? Mm. And they're like, my first wedding was over the top. I don't want that. I don't need all the bells and whistles. It needs to be this. Like, Mm -hmm. and every time I've seen someone get remarried, it's a shrunken down version of Mm -hmm. (laughs) what they had. Or it's like completely the opposite. Because I also know another couple that kind of went and ran off and got hitched, Mm. and then on their sixth year anniversary, they redid their vows. Uh, I don't even know if they really well I don't even know if they did redid their vows I think they just had like a really big party mm. and so she had like this bomb ass white dress but like they never actually went to the church and did all that shit because they're already married but yeah. they just had their friends and they had this over the top party they were super rich but you know like yeah, why not they chose it they waited they like would you do are you gonna do vows at your wedding my girl thinks they're awkward and uncomfortable I definitely think they can be awkward mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like vows are for me and you. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I almost want to record my vows and then have it played and have her so she can have it. Oh, like yeah. it's not something that just lives in that moment. And yeah. now it's well, like I, I mean, gotta give you the paper and you can read thing, it. One thing I would want to really invest in is a good photographer videographer. Mm-hmm. That's key. That's key. Yeah. Super key because they have Especially to now, capture like, that day the way you side yeah so i'd w- want to make sure that those vows were played so that mm. like we could relive those moments i'm i doubt i'm gonna watch the video <laughs> much often i would even personally. be down to do like to do like a courthouse type vibe where it's mm. just like me him and immediate family like not even like i guess we'd have to do immediate family like parents siblings you know what I mean because they don't want to miss it but I'd be down to like do that or not even have them there and then late like do just a over the top part not over the top party but like a a dope ass I would invest more into the party (laughs) personally because it's like that's when the fun I do a lot of weddings Mm -hmm. for the couples that's when it's fun yeah. That's when they're enjoying themselves. They they get to sit down and hear much how how many how much people love them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a really a celebration of love when you get to the reception. I I find the ceremony's just so like it's just so scripted and choreographed. Everybody's yeah. wondering, I got to am I walking properly? Um is my things are sweating. People are having to rearrange mm-hmm. the 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 bride's but dress. But then it's every also second. like it's also like your friends have to pay for that money, like for those things now. You know, I yep. will say that G- it's really funny that we're talking about that because um, GC he has a friend that got married and ended up getting divorced within a couple of years, and he was in the wedding party, so he has a suit that he paid like three hundred dollars for, and it's white, and it's like you can't like a white jacket. You know, and what he was I mean? a groomsman. Yeah, and he was wearing white. Yeah. 
And so he, it's, he's just like, you know, it's not really like something that I could wear on the regular. It's not on road things. Like. Right? <laughs> and so I've heard about this dumbass suit forever because he's just annoyed as fuck. Like, I got to pay for this thing. This man went and got a divorce. And then this weekend, his new girl threw him a surprise party that was black and white. And I was like, you should wear the suit. (laughs) (laughs) It's time. (laughs) This is what he prepared you for. Years in prep. I think it's so funny. (laughs) Did he wear it? No. I I also talked about it. (laughs) (laughs) He put it on and he was ready. She was like, you're not dancing around in that. No. No. He was ready. He like literally (laughs) ran downstairs to show his brother. His brother kind of talked about it too. But then also I was like, I don't know how much information he like shared with his girl. Yeah. Like I would, I don't know. I don't want it to be. (laughs) You're like, drop the Modelo, take off the suit. (laughs) Don't kill me. Um, And I also wanted to say that I actually had a friend friendship that kind of got ruined because of her wedding and like this had happened in 2015 like we had known each other since we were 14 Mm -hmm. so at this point she was getting married at 25 i didn't even like agree upon the wedding wedding, no you didn't like like, that nigga were you right were you right Yes, I've always been right. <laughs> That's what I love asking. Is like, oh, you didn't like it? Were you right? <laughs> but like, even her mom has told, like, told me. I remember before that, like, yo, can you please convince her just like not to get married to this? And I'm like, I can't. How do people? I do can't this? convince her to, you know. I can tell her how I I might feel like being like, are you sure that this and that is can ruin right the friendship too? But like, she wasn't really upset about this. So what she got upset about was. She decided to have a destination wedding. So here we are. Where's the destination? uh, Jamaica. Okay. Here we are, 25 years old, and she's like, okay, we have to pay $2,500 for, like, each person has to pay $2,500 for this week trip. And so originally I was working, or, yeah, it was, we were supposed to start paying it at the end of 2015, and then 2016 in may we were supposed to go and so at first and she wanted me to be like the bridesmaid and shit right Mm. and so at first i was like like okay i guess like you know i have i have no choice like i have a choice but i don't have a choice but like i was working at the time and then i lost my job right when we were supposed to like have our first big (laughs) payment i already did like a little deposit but we were supposed to do like pay half of it at that time and so, like, I had money saved up, but I had also made the decision that I wasn't going to go back to work because I really wanted to chase after, like, the whole radio thing, yeah. right? And so I remember talking to the travel agent who was booking everything, and I said to her, I'm just, like, I'm having a hard time paying right now because I lost my job, and I just, mm-hmm. like, this is December. The thing is in May. Like, I don't know my situation what it's gonna be in may like i live on my own i'm downtown toronto i have and if you get a new job you could you get that time off yeah (laughs) like you know what i mean i don't know where i'm gonna be like Mm. i'm that means i have to fly to from toronto to jamaica back to toronto and then go to wherever i am i'm like there's just so many what is gonna happen in my life this far so i was like what can i do like can i potentially you know just pay later like whatever and she told me straight up she was like you can't come on this trip she was like if you don't have a job and you don't know when your next job is 
she was like, I don't feel comfortable making like having you pay this. That's this is the travel agent. agency agent. Yeah. More understanding than your friend. Yeah. <laughs> so I had told my friend, I was just like, hey, you know, this is a situation. And she completely spazzed on me. And I'm like, like, bro, what do you expect? People you know are I mean? brazen. And bro. then on top of that, she went and she invited my friends like one of my friends was also in the wedding like she didn't know the girl she knew the girl through me you know and then she invited like my other best friend to come and attend as well and so the one friend that they were gonna have she was gonna have in um the wedding party she was mentally going through a lot she was going through a really bad breakup at the time like Mm. she was supposed to go with her boyfriend they they were all supposed to go he was actually the one who was supposed to pay for it and then they're breaking up she's going through mental breakdowns like literally going to hospital and doesn't have the money to do it and so yeah and she didn't have like a job and so she had told her as well like i can't like i'm not in a space i can't deal with this Mm -hmm. and then my other friend has like well why am i going like (laughs) alicia's not of course like the people that i know are not going like why would i go so she told her she's not going and so i completely got blamed for everybody else making that decision not to go even though i never talked like i never straight up told them like don't go you You straight up i didn't influence Uh, them i see what she thinks she thinks that you because you couldn't go you started telling them yo i can't go you guys shouldn't go either but it wasn't it wasn't even that case like i can see why i even told her i was just like like, I can try to book my own shit to come there if I'm in a better situation closer to the time, right? Yeah. Like, sure, I won't be in the wedding party. I won't fly with you guys. Like, I'll have my own flight. I'll try to book in the same hotel, but I won't have, like, everything. But I'm going to try. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't feeling it, and she was completely like, you're ruining my wedding. Like, I need you there, all this shit. And I was just like, you know what? I was like, if you are saying that you need me there so much Pay and you know me. that I'm in this situation, then you can break the bank. Loan me and a thing. And I can pay you back later when yeah. I'm in a better situation. But if you don't need me there <laughs> that enough <bad>. because <laughs> you're not even offering. Exactly. Like, you know? So I was like, shit, it's both of y'all. Like, y'all both got jobs. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, y'all could have been like you know I'm what? telling you man these weddings or may put me on like a payment plan so i don't have to pay yep. everything at once with right? interest give me like, like 1.7 give me a year and a half like pay a couple hundred here a couple hundred there if you need me there that so bad, bad yeah and i'm the reason why like your wedding is gonna be trash because i'm not there then do something about it and after that like our relationship just went Crumbled. like i was just like i don't need this like like there was already things leading up to it that I'm like I don't like. How. And you ain't like that nigga. Yeah, <laughs> paying for a nigga you don't like they to be happy and shit in Jamaica. Real. Like they've gone through so many separations and like she finally put in the divorce, pa- divorce, divorce papers, papers right now. Like she's literally she lasted this long, but I'm like every time I'm just like you're miserable. Everybody like, has that friend that just don't learn. And they She's, need to, they but that <laughs> was my biggest pet peeve about her oh, for the since we've known each other since we were 14 is that she'd be the type to always ask for my advice and i'd be like all right i give her the advice and she would do the complete opposite and then come crying back to me seems like, like a i should have listened to you seems like a woman i thing. can't believe this shit happened to me i'm like but nigga i told you what happened. i can't think of a time where my my boys collectively 
gave me advice. <laughs> and and I was like, the opposite. nah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, nah. Yeah, like I had to tell her, like, stop asking me for advice then. Stop bringing me your damn problem. Stop asking me for your advice because I'm not trying to give it to you because I already know you don't listen, but you over here begging for it and then you go and do the opposite. It seems like she wants to just rant. And she just wants to get it off her chest, but she doesn't know how to just say that. And so she's like, yeah, give me some advice. Yeah, like. <laughs> just say you want to rant and get it off your chest and done. Don't Absolutely. And then don't I hold me to anything. I think more people need to do that. Just be like, you know what? I know what you're going to say. I know your thoughts. Mm. I don't want to hear them. I just need to tell my story and get some shit off my chest so I, I think feel better. I agree with you so heavily on that because as a man, I try to fix problems. Yeah. I try to get solutions mm-hmm. to the problem. Women kind of just want to discuss the problem a lot of the time and just want to be heard, not necessarily told what to do. Yeah. And I don't even just say women. I mean, I'm just people, right? And I feel like the onus is on the person who is saying it to you because I've seen so many times that, oh, you should give space for people that want to rant and just let it out. Or you should offer advice if they well, need it. Well, first of all, you need to ask whether or not the person can handle listening to your but rant. see? Th- th- well, there's come, that, too. Don't come to me just spilling all your shit, and I am not mentally Thank you. in a space where I can handle your shit, too. So you get where I'm coming from. The onus yeah. should be on the person that is coming to you with said problem. Like, yeah, it should not be to, on me, I, the listener. Can I rant to you? <laughs> Yeah. And I just want to rant. No. Don't say anything back. Just let me get this out. I shouldn't have to, as the listener, be stop you mid sentence and be like, okay, before you go on, Mm. do you want to rant or do you want solution? Like it feels condescending. It feels weird and it I I don't think it should be. And they hate it. They hate it. Like cause my mom will rant to me about everything in the fucking world. (laughs) And I'll just like be like, All right, what do you want me to do about it? What do you mean you want? What do you want to do about it? Do you want to tell you what I think, or do you just want me to agree with you? And I'm like, because I'm not going to agree with you. I'm just going to keep. And there's no way of saying that without sounding a little bit like you could care less. Yeah, it's very difficult to be like, okay, so how do I help you? Yeah, without sounding like you're bothering me, but. Let's do this. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So the owner should be on the person that has the problem. Like, yo, I want to rant. I don't need any advice. I just want to rent. Let it let me a let it thing out. The thing to say is like, can I to. can I be of service to you? That too. Or how can I be of service to you? Yeah. You know? That's what I ask a lot of times. Like <sighs> a lot of life lessons this episode. Yeah. A lot of life lessons. Cause I'm back. Cause she's back. <laughs> In-depth conversations that aren't male-driven. That aren't are talking black. about shit. <laughs> Thank you guys so well, much I mean, for tuning in. we can talk about shit, but I'll save those shit stories I mean, we talked about like dick BBS, so we were close. Because you know I got a lot of shit stories now. Oh, I bet you do. Pregnancy shits next week on no, the podcast. No, it's not even like my pre- It's not my shit. It's this little one oh, shit. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. She be shitting like she an old man. Like, <laughs> Yo, babies can doo-doo, dog. I They're doo-doo factories. They be fed me pictures. I'm a show Oh, my. God. Next no, episode. No short norm. That no shit. Maybe doo doo. That nigga's sick. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in another week to the Extra Gravy. I'm Marlon. And I'm Alicia. And that was the Extra Gravy. Skr, skr. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 